We are live, Jenna. Millennial Mind Podcast, Episode 7. Jenna Shots out here. How are you, Jenna? Good. It's good. I think we um, talked about this a little bit, like, in the RV days, in our last semester, when I was like, yeah, I'm going to start this podcast. And you're like, yeah, definitely get me on. Like, every time. That's what you said. So, (laughs) this is here we are now. We were going back and forth between, like, what you were going to name it and what we were going to talk about and... I was running it by like everybody. It's like, what am what am I gonna do? Am I gonna make it about me? Am I gonna make it about millennials? I felt like millennials was better though, cause then, cause I don't want it to be about me as much then. Right, but you everything know. you know, it always comes back to a conversation. You know, it can be about your hustle and. Yeah, it's that too. I feel like that just is naturally mixed in. Mm-hmm. In the in the whole like spectrum of it all, so like if I named it my podcast, and I don't know, I feel right. like anything you put online is just like a little narcissistic anyway. Like you just right. have to like love yourself a little a bit, little bit, or like a little too much maybe. But I don't know, it's nat, it's like I don't know, it comes natural for some people, not other people. Anyone with at least a little bit of an online presence has a little bit of narcissism because it's just built in. Yeah, it's built into the scenario. Yeah. It's also built into the human psyche. Yeah. Well, it actually benefits you rather than... I think it benefits people more than it yeah. hurts them most of the time. Unless you're like a true narcissist, then that's... Right. Then that gets a little it, weird. it moves from confidence to cockiness. And yeah. And true, like, it moves from self-love to narcissism. And, and then... But then that's when everybody realizes... That you don't have any friends. <laughs> yeah, that you're... That you're... Com- yeah, that you're completely about yourself in, like, every single version of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hey, but so if you know if you love yourself enough, who cares, right? Yeah, I guess. I mean, if it gets you by in the world, then you like, like yourself more than anyone. I think else. you have to love your, or I guess you have to love yourself enough for like other. Pe- that's like the cliche, right? Like, so you have to love yourself first, and then before. other people love you. Yeah. 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 I, I, I don't can vibe with that a little bit. Yeah, like, me too. I think so. You can't accept. What's that from that movie? You accept the love you think you deserve. Yeah. I think that that is pretty true i used to think about that a lot yeah as much of a cliche is that i think cliche this comes up like every time i think cliches are pretty much like 90 they're like 99 percent of the time it's true well yeah but they're just truths that have been told way too many times and they lose their value yeah they lose like the validity of them yeah Yeah. and people it's like hearing the same song over and over again it's Mm -hmm. still the song's still amazing you know but it's just since you've heard it um five thousand times it just gets it just gets taken up yeah it kind of dissolves yeah Mm -hmm. And you just, like, expect – it's – yeah, you have, like, an expectation of what it's going to be then. Right. And then yeah. kind of maybe sometimes you, like, come to it. You come back to it. You, you mm. have an experience that, like, it it's very, like, in the forefront of your mind. And you realize, like, shit, like, this is true. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and, oh, it's and only true, I think, until you re- – like, you could just put it in your, like, Rolodex of things. And then once it – once you uh, come across a situation where it is true, then you go, oh, that's what they then were talking you about. It. Yeah. You don't understand it until you have to understand yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. But you could just keep it in there until – I think cliches are cool. Yeah, I think I they're look, cool, too. I use too. cliches in, like, a lot of my writing. Is it as, like uh, – so, like, whatever fits the situation kind of? Right. I think, like – you can use cliche almost as, like, a satire on the situation. I don't know if satire is even the right word. But, like, you're making fun of the cliche while still, like... Supporting, supporting it, the meaning the of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what they're for, I guess. Right, right. So, uh, to get into that, uh, what do you? what is the basis of your writing? What are you writing about? So, I'm a motorsports journalist. Um, I write for two magazines, the... Um, 
Speedway Illustrated has been around for a really long time, and their newest um, sort of, like, off-branch magazine is CC Racer. So that's Mm -hmm. about, um, like, micro sprints and stuff, which is the kind of cars that I race. Yeah. Um, I also do, like, uh, nightly reporting, so I write press releases um, on the two series that I work for. And then um, I'm also a columnist, so... I, I typically just write for those two magazines. It's actually funny. Like, just, just about a week ago, I was on the phone with my editor, and I had just gotten a, a column published on an online publication. And he called me, and he was like, I read your column. Like, it was really good. Um, but, and I was like, shit, like, is he going to be mad that I sent this to somebody else and not them? And he was like, we would have published that, you know? And I was like, shit. So, and he was like, what do we have to do to make you exclusive to us? Oh, okay. So you have cards that you can kind of, or you have leverage. A little bit, you know, like it kind of just woke me up and was like, you know, I'm valued at this place. uh, And they basically want me to like exclusively write for them. And and we also talked about my blog. I also blog. Mm -hmm. Um, com. Yep. Mm -hmm. And so I asked, (laughs) yeah, click on it, click on the link. So, um, yeah, I also blog and we talked about that and he was like, you know, we have a lot of, um, high dollar advertisers and we don't want them to think, well, why am I paying to advertise in the magazine that she writes for when she can I write can for other, write, yeah. write for other publications and I pay less or, or something mm-hmm. like that. It's, it's kind it of, it makes sense point. from the dollar right, standpoint. Right, exactly. Yeah. So they're, they're putting their advertisements in a worthwhile um magazine that you know the writers aren't writing for everybody Mm -hmm. you know it's an exclusive kind of thing so i think what we're gonna do is we're gonna somehow link my blog onto their website and kind of like an affiliate right build my brand partnership possibly yeah yeah which would be good for both sides yeah, and I you think like so. the people that you work with on this. Absolutely, They're so awesome. there's nothing. There's really no, not a lot of downside other than you can't. You may not be able to reuse those columns to. Right, I lose a side. little bit of freedom, mm-hmm. but it's okay because I am. You know, I don't know how to explain it. But you're sounding shitty because, like. Yeah, but you're confident that you're you're uh, that it makes perfect sense for you. To do right, this. Like, it, it makes yeah, yeah. sense. It makes sense to do. To, it makes sense. Like you to don't really have move. any doubts about. No. So so then that's perfectly natural. I believe in the natural. magazine. Yeah. I believe in what they do, and yeah, I support them and they support me. I'm valued there. So. How did you just like? Did somebody ask you to write something first, or like did you submit your writing, or? Well, okay. You, so was it your blog or what was the way the, they structure their magazine? Is it's like fifty percent. Um, tech articles, so it's about like uh, fuel injection mm-hmm. and like, power steering yeah, okay. and setting up a car and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, and then the other fifty percent is like a feature on a driver or a promoter okay. or something like that. So, um, they had contacted me about doing a story on me. Okay. So they wrote a which story, is good. Yeah. So they wrote a story on about your racing, about my racing, and about. And we can get into this, too, about how my race car is different than everybody else's. Because I have a 450cc um, motor in it where I race against 270cc motors. But they're two strokes and I'm a four stroke. Oh, so okay. We're oh, like, I see what you're doing. Yep. Right. So we're, like, 
you don't have to mix on horsepower right well. and like, you know it was years ago yeah. when the ama i think it was like supercross had mm-hmm. had them combined and now they're separate yeah um so i run against the two strokes and i'm not really the only one at the time i was the only one doing it we had a, a couple people that have um tried it out now but they wrote a story on that and then i got to know the guy who wrote the story on me I was like, hey, like, I really enjoy writing. I want to get into the motorsports, like, racing industry. So you already kind of had this little in here. Right, When they wanted to do a story on you. Exactly. So Mm -hmm. he did a story on me. I contacted him. I reached out to him thinking this would just be a way to get my name out there. I really didn't think writers made a lot of money, and I just wanted to to do it as like you a probably didn't thing. even know or right if yeah. i got paid 50 dollars for an article that was i sick. was <laughs> running to the bank and i was gonna go get myself like some food put some <laughs> yeah. gas in my tank and be yeah. happy with it yeah so he came up to pennsylvania he's from north carolina so he came up to pennsylvania um for speed week and we were talking and he gave me two assignments and i was like okay like these are pretty easy assignments one was how to clean a carburetor and the other was um a story on a family of of three generations of race car drivers Mm -hmm. and um i submitted it he you know i got a lot of um constructive criticism on it feedback feedback you know naturally because you're not yeah and you're not you weren't a magazine writer writer. yeah so um it was edited and uh i get the the check in the mail like a month later or or, well the invoice i get Mm -hmm. the invoice in my email i was actually in my marketing class like class was about to start and I got the email, like the invoice from it. And I like almost screamed because I couldn't believe what they were paying me. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to brag like, oh, I get paid so much, but I, I mean, it's not, this is from the ground up. It's not like right. you don't, it's not like you don't deserve any of this money, you know, like right. so, you deserve what you got. So, right. so, you know, I was like, damn, like I could do this, Yeah. you know, like I could really invest my time and energy into this. And that first, um, I feel like that first like wave that yeah. you get in like or that first invoice you're like oh man this is like it goes from oh that'd be cool to this is real right now yeah 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 it felt it made it real mm-hmm. and then i saw like it was maybe three weeks later we got the magazine in the mail and like i saw my name under mm-hmm. the title and i was like i you know it's not writing was never my dream so it wasn't like i couldn't believe it but it was still pretty surreal yeah. to be like i'm a published writer yeah you know it's official it's pretty now. Cool. yeah yeah it's yeah. imprinted you know it's forever now and it really only took you that one try it took me the one like coming yeah. out of my comfort zone yeah being a self-starter and also and but also having there. the balls to ask this guy right you know like how many people want like how many people does he know that want to that go like hey man i wish i could be a writer too, looking you know? at it now yeah. looking at the quality of writers that they have for that magazine and how long that they've been with them i'm the young uh i can't say i'm the youngest writer i think that i'm the youngest writer i'm if not, not the second or right th- i'm third, pretty like close that. to it yeah and um i would be scared out of my mind to ask what i asked yeah. if i knew how seriously it's taken yeah. you know what i mean yeah, yeah, like yeah. i just don't think i realized that's what I, yeah that's kind of what i was saying like maybe this this guy has like a you know he's in this position you know and he has like a real job where he has to i guess oversee these right. he's, he's writers the, in this magazine the publishing and, editor or whatever of yeah. this magazine so um like looking back on it now and like and he had faith in you as well how, right yeah he has so much faith in me he has given but me he so should much though like if you just meet you and like talk to you then you understand that you're a hard-working right but individual. like but still, at the same time, he didn't really know you, so... Exactly. But he has... I don't want to say, like, held my hand through it all, but... Helped you. Helped me, like, made sure that I had confidence in myself, that I knew that I could do it, that, like, 
I was well equipped to do what I had to do, mm-hmm. like that I was on track with things. He just has been so supportive and I don't think that I would have the confidence in myself to submit things or come up with ideas or stuff like that if if he hadn't been there to like push me along. But it makes almost. perfect sense for him now cuz he's going, "Oh, she's writing great articles for right. us now," you know. And he always like he'll tell me when my grammar is not correct. Yeah. Or something like Which that. Which you're probably getting better at. Yeah, as, absolutely. Like, not to say, you know, you're not illiterate, obviously, but, like, <laughs> you, you're, you uh, There's improvements to be made There's improvements to, though. yeah, along the entire spectrum, you know? I've you're not I'm, seasoned in yeah. this. Like, if I was gonna, it would be the same thing. Or, or anybody who just, you know, writes casually your college papers or Doing whatever. this, though, and, yeah. I mean, whoever's listening to this podcast will probably realize I'm very long-winded. It takes me forever to get one simple point across. <laughs> And I realized that in my writing, mm-hmm. where he's like, "Shorten it. You just have to like just cut it, cut this all out, li- right? Yeah. Just and get like, to the point. Right? It's yeah. not. It's not even fluff. It's just like I am a. You don't want to leave anything out, yeah. Right. As I'm well. so, such a visual You want people person. to get the entire experience, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yep. But that comes with, I guess, that comes in time. But that comes with certain articles. Maybe certain articles you get, you know, another three pages, and they want you to explain right. every detail or and others is just one column and you have to be short short and precise the column i struggled with because yeah. um it i think it's like 860 words and there's very little room mm-hmm. for you know very little wiggle room there. yeah um and the first time i wrote it, it was like 2,000 words and i was like oh, oh my god shit yeah i like, gotta cut this thing in yeah half. Like, big time and then it would i would just feel like i was you know leaving things out and I've just really tried to become less long-winded, and it's, it's hard. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, especially if that's not your natural, like, I feel like that's most people, though. I feel like most people want to have, like, make sure everything's there rather right. than, like, I don't know. Because the only, the only thing I could relate to is, like, just writing regular papers, you know, and you'd never want to, you always want to just have it all there. Because if it's too short, then you're, it's so much easier to get, uh, like a worse uh, grade, you know, or something like yeah. that. Rather than if it's too long, well, shit, they're probably going to just give you a B anyway because you, <laughs> you have all these pages, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I definitely just write how I talk, too, so I write uh-huh. with a lot of italics. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they always edit those out because they don't make sense. If you look at my blogs, I write with a lot of italics. It makes sense blogs. for you. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like my own inflection because I do have a lot of inflection in mm-hmm. my voice, and it's hard that's that's something I'm still learning as a writer is learning how to use my words mm-hmm. to uh, convey inflection rather than or, or even emotion rather than using italics. Yeah, I or parentheses. I can kind of relate to that, that a little that, bit. You know, like ellipses. I remember going or when I went to see this producer in Philly that like that uh, shout out Chris Miller. We shout out Chris Miller in every single podcast. <laughs> he just comes up. He just got a jeep. Uh, yeah, it's a sick. It's jeep, really right? sick. Yeah, it's an eighty-two. He bought it for fifteen hundred bucks. What? Yeah, I mean, he's like, oh, he's fucking with the wiring harness today. It's like, oh man, it's it's a rat's it's a rat's nest. He's got to yeah. get a new harness, unfortunately. Shout out Chris Miller though. Shout he out. was Chris Miller got me hooked up with this guy um, in Philly. This producer, his name's Beach Links. Shout out Beach Links. He's a great guy. I'm going to uh, record my album with him, uh, and like two weeks or like a week or Sweet. maybe might be less than two weeks now um but i was there and uh i was there with my friend jack and we were just laying down a couple songs just kind of getting their feet feet wet because uh, he's a good producer and i remember this one uh guy who was in a rap group with him uh who was a pretty well-known rap group their name was ground up they went on tour with like some big names like okay. back in the day maybe like 2011 12 ish 
And uh, so I kind of looked up to this guy, and he, he, I remember him walking over uh, to us, and he was, like, telling us, you know, how he really likes our sound and, like, likes what, what we're doing, and it meant a lot, but he goes, you know, you're the only ones who think your bars are cool, you know? And I was like, oh, shit, you're right. You know, like, we're the only ones who thought this one line that I thought was funny was funny. Like, nobody yeah. else would listen to the song. No one's going to get it. And, yeah, nobody would get it. And that's when I – that was the same, like, thing as you with the italics. It's like, oh, wait, they don't know me, you know? Like, somebody right. who listens to this song, they don't know – like, maybe some random person doesn't know who I am. They're not going to understand my humor without knowing me. So it has to kind of come off like – you can, can yeah. appreciate it, but then the few that – can't appreciate it you have to make it make sense yeah and yeah and he pretty much said like then what are you making any music for you know if you release music you're releasing for for everybody else to listen to so then might as well appeal yeah yeah essentially and if not then you're just some guy who does it as a hobby and i mean like which i still do but at the same time if i'm gonna put this shit on spotify and itunes and try to get it out there and make music videos then i gotta have some verses that aren't just my little thing you know like making music videos yeah, I got a couple in the works. Sweet. Yeah, I think I have to. I feel like this, this the basis of this album and the song that rep that represents the album is just there's just full of of like perfect music video material. Yeah. Yeah, because it's kind of like a story, and so that it makes a lot of sense. Like the song is like four different verses, and it's kind of like it it talks. I pretty much talk a lot about writing the album and like my whole entire like evolution i guess Mm -hmm. of like making music and talk about like things like my parents and my old teachers and what they said and like what all these things that meant a lot to me in like high school so it's like a big jumble of things so i feel like i could definitely make a solid video out of that i love videography if there was anything else i and and i don't want to say that i wish that i could do like i know that i could take classes on it and learn how to do it Mm -hmm. but i love videography it's so it's so crazy like cinematography too and like it's dope and like, like it directors of photography, work. those guys in movies are like the yeah. unspoken heroes, you know. Do you watch any Quentin Tarantino movies? Yeah, I've seen like the most famous ones. I'm not like a hardcore. I'm yeah. not really a movie guy, so I don't. So really... have you seen like Pulp Fiction? Yeah, I've seen Pulp Fiction. So yeah, yeah he directs Pulp Fiction. That's his most famous famous movie. My favorite movie is Kill Bill. Well, it's Volume One and Two. I remember watching like the first Kill Bill. That I didn't even understand what most, was going on. No one understands it the first time. I've yeah. been watching that movie since I was probably four years old. Yeah, I was going to say, I watched it when I was like movie. nine years old. Right, it's my dad's favorite movie. So, like, he had explained it to me before I would watch it all the way through. Mm-hmm. He was trying to... I could talk exp- about... And me yeah. and Vito have had... Like, we were talking <laughs> Shout about out Vito and Shout Tilly. out to Vito, yeah. I'll get and, him up here. Yeah, me and Vito were talking about it, like, maybe a year, two, two years ago. And we just had, like, an hour-long conversation about Kill Bill. And, like, mm-hmm. Bill didn't die, people. Bill did not die. <laughs> so you tell him, then. Because yeah. I don't well, know I mean, what you're like, I'm about. not spoiling the movie, but, like, Bill didn't die. It's the katana. The katana. I love, uh, like, that sword. The katana. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching one of those, like, sword knife shows. And they had to build <laughs> a katana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy's like, oh, shit. Like, this is going to be... <laughs> mm-hmm. This is going to be crazy. Yeah. But, yeah, that, they're so, like... They're so vicious, you know, just like that, like little sound that happens. Yes. Yeah. And that's, sound effects. That's sound effects are like. Oh, I those love people have doing like a legit that. cool job. I make these songs where I go. This is a move. This is. For, I love like uh, cinematic sounds, uh-huh. and I use a lot of like when you listen to the album or if anybody when they listen when it comes out you'll see like some of the songs are set up like almost as if it's like a movie sequence like they're just you have all these different horn sections and violins and it's all building up yeah and you just know that tone you know and so i really 
like I never knew before producing any music, I never knew that I liked that stuff. But like when I start putting it in the program, I make these random beats that I could never rap over, but like somebody could use them and we go like, we'll just chill and like sit down with some people and be like, all right, what's this one for? All right. This one's definitely for a James Bond scene when he's coming in and like, yeah. or whatever, this one's a car chase beat, or this one is like somebody stabbed somebody in the back, you know, or something like that. But that's, that would be such a cool job to make, right. uh, or to make theme songs. I feel like that'd be awesome too. Yeah. yeah. I don't have the, I'm not musically inclined. I really enjoy music. I will never claim to understand it. I don't understand lot, I don't of understand production. <laughs> I could not write you a song if my life depended on it. Most people, I but, feel like most people, I mean, it just takes time, you know? Yeah, like anything, a lot of practice. people couldn't write you an article either, so. I guess so. Yeah. Things that come natural to you, you don't understand how people could, like, not be good at it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, people I see. People are like, oh, I hate writing, I suck at writing. Like, it's so I, easy, I think, but. Yeah, I think I was talking to, when I was talking to Brian, the last, uh, my friend who was on the podcast last, uh-huh. I was like, yeah, if, like, somebody put a gun to my head i can easily make like a pretty damn good song you know it's yeah. the same thing with the, like if somebody said okay you have to make a article this article right now like you can make a really good article but like yeah. for other people it's like definitely not it's always their own thing like everybody has their own their own thing hopefully yeah. and a lot, the, a lot of people don't have their own thing yet but i'm just holding down the faith you know that they had that they're gonna find it you know what? And I don't. I I wrestle with this a little bit with myself. Like I don't know if your thing comes naturally I think everybody or you choose does, your thing, mm-hmm. because like, I don't know. I think that writing definitely came naturally to me. Mm-hmm. But I'm very multi-passionate, and so. Me too. Oh, I love that word. That's yeah. great. Yeah, multi-passionate. Jeez, that's good. Okay, I never heard that. Yeah, I, that is like. I feel like that. If I could choose one word to describe me, instead of saying like I have my finger in a whole. I'm gonna steal pies, that. You don't. That's not exclusive to you anymore. No, that's not trademarked. You can use it. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, I mean, race cars, writing. I really enjoy photography. Um, yeah, well, I don't even know what else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I have my finger in a lot of different pies. Good, but I'm that's good. I do about too. All these pies, you know? Yeah, yeah. All these pizza pies, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. that's good though. It's. I feel like uh, it gives you a lot more reach too, and it allows mm-hmm. you to have connections in like a ton of different fields. Like I know if I go, okay. Like, I need a video guy to shoot this video. I got a few people I can ask, yeah. you know, at least. Or if I put it on my Instagram, somebody's going to know. Somebody that's going to make make videos or something. Mm-hmm. Or I need this or whatever it be, like this graphics or this type of – pretty much anything, right. you know. Um, which is that, like, opens up the door to of the doors of opportunity, you know. The I more things that you're right. in. You don't have to be amazing at all of them. You don't right. have to, like – you don't have to do all of them all the time. Like, I love taking pictures too. Like, but when I go to the beach – I don't bring my camera anymore because I already took too many pictures. Of the, so I save <laughs> it. Yeah. So now I save it exactly of the sunset. Now I save it for those moments when I really need to right. like capture the experience. And then I know how to set up the shot. And like if you if somebody needs like headshots, like I could probably do it, yeah. you know, but like I'm, I'm not, not going to tell you that I'm a photographer. Right. It's the same thing. Like I'm not going to tell you I'm the, I'm a fitness guru guy because mm-hmm. like, it's just things I like to do. And I'm not like, you know, I'm not an expert. Right, I would not claim to be great at anything, but I'm good at quite a few things. Yeah, you know what that's I mean? good, like, and that's and humble too. That's stay you stay humble being like right, that. and mm-hmm. exactly like I strive to be better, and I that's why I take so many extra classes at RV. Like I want to know how to do all these different things. Mm. You know what I that mean? That was that's what's really good about RV too is you could just take like all I did in liberal arts was just take random shit. So did you graduate? Are you done? 
I'm dumb, but I didn't graduate. Right, I got, you go to Stockton in the fall. Yeah, I got like 55 credits. Okay. I took like 17 classes or something, yeah. you know? So I took almost the equivalent but of a whole degree. No, I'm not going back. Okay. I mean, Wait, are you going to Stockton? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I got, uh, I'm pretty, like, I kind of have it like half worked out right now. So, but it's a definite that I'm going there. Right. Um, and I'm really excited to get out and just, I mean, I'm obviously, I'm, a, I'm excited really to find a different job. And like, I love being, a me- been at that job for a long time. Uh, yeah. I love being a mechanic. Like I, I'm there Monday through Friday, eight thirty to five every it's day not your dream, though. in the summer. No, it's not my dream. And I like, I want to enjoy working on my car, which yeah. I always did in the beginning. And now I just, now I'm working on my parents' cars. I'm working on everybody's, everybody's car. cars. But they go to you. Yeah, and so and now I hate working on my car. So. It's no longer a labor of love. It's just like a pain in the ass. No, it's a pain in the because because I'm doing it all day and then I have to stay later. It's like fuck. Like I just want to go home and make the podcast or yep. write some music or something. But I'm excited to switch locations, live on my own, um, and find a random different job. That would be cool. I think. What do you want to do? Like anything? Yeah, I'm thinking I'm either gonna try to get like another DJ job, mm-hmm. which would be nice. And because I really like doing that, and that would get me more confidence on st- and stage yeah. presence and being able to, which like I can, I did it before a little bit, you know, but I'm not like amazing. I don't have like hundreds of hours in it, uh, so I could do something like that. Maybe I know like a little bit about the music. So I think maybe before you iron out all the details with like a DJ job, everyone mm-hmm. needs to work in the food industry. At one point. I was gonna say I want to be like a bar back and then work right. up to and a bartender. Whether you're a bar back, a bartender, whether you work in a breakfast joint, uh, catering, a, a whatever, catering, yeah. uh, a waiter of some sort, like, mm-hmm. I feel like everyone needs to know this Man, struggle. I suck at holding, like, I can't hold multiple <laughs> cups, you know? Like, really? I, if I have one cup, I'll spill it. So, really? yeah, so I gotta get good at that. I'm not, you know, like, what? I have I'm good reflexes so I can maybe catch it, but I can't. You're never gonna catch it. I don't see, yeah, that's too much. You should I'm see, not I gonna can, make, I'm not gonna worry about that, though. I feel like I can overcome I that. I can do three glasses and four plates at one time that's insane so oh because you plate, worked at that oh uh, yeah, well, yeah yeah so yep. one plate as long as they're like good sturdy plates they're not like chintzy flimsy plates yeah. yeah so one plate here one plate here one plate here one plate here and the cups like this with two fingers in the middle that's crazy cups go down first and then usually my right place go, goes down first and then right grabs, you know. I'm just like, I drop everything. So that would be, I would have to really work on my, my hand eye coordination. It's yeah. not even a coordination thing. It's a mental thing. If you get nervous, you're going to drop it. Yeah. Well, I don't really, I'm good at not getting nervous. So yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. I just do some breaths. I'm pretty. So you'd probably be able to do it. You just yeah. don't. You're not believing in yourself enough right here. Yeah, for the but yeah, that's what but that's why I want to do something like that though. That was my second option is either DJ or like some kind of bartender. But I don't really want to go to bartender school. I feel like that's, that's I feel like yeah. I should just work somewhere and learn it. You know. Yeah, that too. Or, I mean, yeah. even if you just worked at there, worked there for like a month, yeah. you'll you'll pay your dues. My dad and I were actually just talking about this before I left. He asked what the name of your podcast was and uh, he was like, you know what, I was listening to 101.5 or something today and it turns out millennials are the worst tippers. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Millennials suck at tipping sometimes. Did you experience that when you... Because you were waitress there, right? Yeah, Yeah. so yes and no. I understand it because like the younger side of millennials don't always have money. Uh-huh. But like, yeah, but that's not even an excuse. Don't then don't go out. I just don't know if they were taught that. Like, I just oh, tip like twenty percent. Is that? I think that's fair. I never leave less than five dollars either. 
Yeah, I don't think it. Yeah, I've definitely left. I've less left than less than sometimes. five with other people. Right. So then right. it ends up being like twenty. You know. Well, yeah. 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 I yeah. never just. I'll never really do less than twenty percent. I just feel like then unless, don't I go mean, out. Unless your waitress yeah. or waiter sucks. is trash. Which I mean, unless they're like rude how many? To you. T- that's like three. That's like five percent of the time, maybe. You maybe. know, like if you're a normal person, you'll they're usually fine to you. You know. Nine times out of ten, though, yeah. it's the kitchen's fault. It's not. Yeah. Fault. Exactly. Or you're trying, or you're trying to get a. Use your fake ID, and the waitress denies you. So you're like, "Fuck you!" Like, yeah. <laughs> which like that's what I don't. I don't do that though like... because I feel like it's just like, I mean, obviously I'm under 21. I do not drink any alcohol yeah. or use. Have or never I, touched. I have me. just regular 19 ID, but just um, never touched I've stuff. heard some stories. Um, yeah, where this, some people have was, done that. You know, a story from a friend. He used his fake ID. Yeah, he used. Uh, you know, I know some crazy people. No, but. Yeah, so you can't do that, but I don't know. If you can't pay for the tip, then don't go out. You shouldn't go out. Just right. go to ShopRite. That's what I do every week is I go yeah. eat. I get my lunches at ShopRite, and I cook them up, and I make like six lunches for like $40. That is something I struggle with. I really enjoy not cooking. It's such a bitch on Sunday, but yeah. it totally pays off when it's 12 o'clock on Monday, and I just walk to the fridge at work and microwave it up, and I'm like, great. Problem, I didn't go anywhere. The problem in my house, though, is... No one really like. I mean, we all we cook, yeah. but like, yeah, yeah. There's never prepared shit in the fridge, and so no one respects if there is prepared shit. Like they oh, will take it. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So I get. I don't know. I just know I have my own Tupperware containers, and they just know like, okay, yes. like if my dad's like, hey, you got something, then I'll be like, all right, take a couple sausages, you know. Yeah. I'll throw him a couple sausages. <laughs> or throw something. him a sausage or two. Yeah, a sausage or two, you know, because I mean that's usually how it is. I get a little extra, but they know that's mine. That's my shit. Yeah. I mean if. It, came down to it i would have to take it away but Not it's pretty good in my house that's that. unfortunate though yeah. you're gonna you'd have to get your own mini you'd have to get a mini fridge yeah i don't know why i haven't invested in that obviously like i've gotten like two free mini fridges in the last like two years really <laughs> yeah i get everything for free though like well, we were also just talking not about everything, how much but room a lot i don't things. have in my room yeah true so that's it's that's straight up real estate you, you know? can go you can put your left hand on my desk and your right hand on my bed and like not even stretch your arms all the way out yeah before i lived in this garage then i had my room was like the same yeah. way it was pretty small and like i had these ceilings that were like vaulted i couldn't could only stand up in the middle and yeah and know. honestly i can't fit anything extra in my closet i have way too many clothes that's a that's but that's typical of of a female that's yeah. typical of most people i feel like I have a lot of clothes anyway yeah. like regardless of female like i feel like guys have a lot of clothes i admit too. though that like retail therapy is like a real thing I don't, it just doesn't, nah, doesn't, doesn't for me, it's, here goes this money. Right. So. I need to have that money. I'm not cheap. I just, I like, I spend money on night, like. Other things. On, qua- uh, yeah, like I try to get quality over quantity, but. Right. Uh, like I'll buy a nice shirt and. I shop at the nice Salvation pair of pants. Army a lot. I like thrift stores are cool. Yeah. And like Target sometimes and Kohl's, JCPenney's not bad. Uh, you got to find a, cut one I like thing. like Old Navy. Old, Old Navy's, Navy's solid. For the sales. Solid, yeah. And the Salvation Army. Macy's is definitely not bad if you want to get like something that. You know what's really nicer. good is the Peaberg Bonton. They always had. I don't. Good shit. I remember going now. in there. Actually. It's closed. Or it's closed. Well, everything's going out. Well, yeah, the Peaberg Mall. I heard they're gonna turn into an aquarium. Like is that? Like one. That like they should thing? just make it one huge like shark tank or like a big fish tank. Like you just fill the entire thing up with water and I then like make it just like. It would be a better use of space than it is. If right it was now. an aquarium, it would have to be. I feel like. I feel like they'd have to do non-profit or something, though, because I don't think they would make any... If they can't make money as a mall... Yeah. Who's making money? A skate park. 
That would be great. <laughs> yeah, that would uh, be laser cool. tag. That would probably work. Yeah. Maybe. It's just like it's in such a weird spot because you have the Lehigh Valley like right there. And then you also have like Bridgewater and Somerville yeah. and Flemington also right there. Yeah, and then you get all these weird pop-up stores that never really succeed or they're just yeah. they're always just starting out so they can never really offer you anything that good right. and then they close down like a month later. Yep. I mean, I went to for like GNC, but I don't even buy like supplements anymore, so that's out of the equation. They have Gold Gym there, but having a it's gym in the mall is too like weird the because thing. I would be doing I was on like a week trial. I'm just doing pull-ups and I look to my right and some guys is there just <laughs> like looking at just you looking doing at, your I'm workout. Like, what? Are these windows tinted? I'm like, you got to tint not. these. That's what I'm saying. You got to tint them, though. Like, it sucks. They're something. not tinted. Yeah, something. You got to do something. Like, And how does it work with the hours? Like, when you have, like, a lot of gyms that are 24 hours. They're not. Then, no, they close at, like, 10, I think. Yeah. Or 11. Maybe 11. Maybe. I f- if you're paying for a gym membership over wanna- $20, it should be 24 hours. I think so. I don't pay for a membership. I just work out in my basement, but that's yeah. half the reason. I can work out whenever I want. Exactly. You know? I mean, not whenever, like not 2 o'clock in the morning, but like, but- you know, my family's still around, but still, I don't have to but deal with anybody. It was there if you wanted to. Yeah, I don't have to pay anybody or restricted. deal with anybody. So if I'm paying for something... Give me it all the time. Yeah, I want <laughs> I want full access I also and don't all wanna, the benefits. I also don't want to walk through the mall after I'm all sweaty and gross. And also feel inclined to, like, try to buy things and see. And there's people there that yeah. you probably know. And they're like, what do you what do you all like? Yeah, you know, sweaty and shit. Like, oh, yeah. I just, you know, hit a nice lift at the, <laughs> at, in the mall. <laughs> yeah, in the mall. Yeah. Or, yeah. or maybe you're shopping, but you have a, a, a membership. So then you feel obligated to go, like... <laughs> Run on the treadmill or something. Yeah, yeah, or that too. I feel like the mall. I feel like that mall is just so too depressing to even work out there. It's honestly the saddest <laughs> like, mall in the world. I feel I get down on myself when I'm working out. You know, I've been to one. I've been to one mall that's actually worse than the Peabark Mall. Really? It's that's in surprising. Scranton. You might oh, have been okay. there. No, when you I've just, never like, been there. Or something. It's called the Steamtown Mall. Well, Marywood's like in Dunmore, but yeah. this is like in Scranton. Like Steamtown downtown? Mall, sort of. It's like near the University of Scranton. And it's the the worst mall. There's like an FYE and like a oh God. store. And like FYE doesn't it. even work anymore. Not, FYE is like out of business. There's Okay, well, there's still a sign. I, I think. I'm I don't know if they're out of business. I don't know. I'm just saying their whole entire business model, uh, I don't think. Well, really yeah. Sta- you know. Well, people like my dad still shop at FYE. They like don't I understand guess what Apple they get Music the, is. They get the old heads in there. Yeah. The one, the ones that won't. Well, there's still that the, old record store in the Peabark Mall too. Oh yeah, there is. And still there's that all, honestly, there's there. always people in it. There is, yeah, because that's like the only place that's kind of like I feel like it's a little hip. It's holding down the yeah the it's, vibes for, for the young for folk. like a small business. It's been there the longest as you know. Yeah. Not like a chain store. Yeah, has it? Yeah, and there's nothing else. I think so. Other than Asian gifts. You know and what? Is yeah. Annie Ann still there though? Annie Ann's is still there. Okay, so they're holding it down. And the eyebrow threading place. Yeah, and and then the candles at Christmas time. They get the candles out in the yep. middle of the mall. You know what? The busiest time of year for the mall is the race car show. When they have the race cars in there, I don't even. Maybe you don't even know about it. I like, I think it's like the last week is of it February. Every year. Yeah. Because I definitely in the past. I think this like, past year they canceled it. I think in the past like ten years I've seen it in yeah. there. Yeah. But we always had our cars in there, and there would always be people in there. And then, like, the next week, it'd be dead. Yeah, people, you got to really, like, bribe them in, you know? Yeah. Race cars are a good way, at least for me. Bribe and me in race cars, fine. Y- yeah. I yeah, right? I just six That's days you. straight of racing. 
like, like you I've, were physically racing no or I, you, but i've been going but you're at the and that's insane and you have yeah. to drive all those how so, many hours right today right? would have been day seven but it was like four hours away so last week i was just like no so you are you doing this you're not obviously six days and that's not for leisure right that's for your um yes and no so um i have i didn't have to pay for any of the pit passes because of either you got the like magazine, a press pass or right, something press or? Passes. Cool. so i either the magazine or one of the series that i work for um will give me a, a pass to get in so what do we do wednesday was uh Kutztown speedway so um action track usa it's technically called so actually right well, across it's not the too street, far right, right it's like an hour away yeah. so like Right across the street from the university is a racetrack. Mm-hmm. I've been there. Nice. It's a nice school. So you might have seen the track then. Like Maybe. The it was a while park. ago, though. So in the freshman parking lot is, like, where we pit. So I went to Kutztown Wednesday, Grandview Speedway for the first day of Eastern Storm. Um, Friday was Williams Grove Speedway. Saturday. Oh, I know people that go there. Yeah? Yeah. Who? Off, like, my boss. Like, oh, yeah? Said he's in, yeah, he's, so, yeah, he's all into racing. Him and his... Uh, and his dad, like I, I just know they've been there before. Yeah. They kind of go, or the when, uh, uh, what's the one in the south that just happened like two weeks ago? The big, the massive NASCAR one. Dover. No, another one. Oh man. I don't follow NASCAR. In complete oh, honesty. Well, he went to that one. It was a big one. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't know. I, sh- I should know. <laughs> I don't know though. Uh, so then Saturday I raced at Hamlin Speedway up in the Poconos. Sunday. I was going to go to um, Susquehanna, but then um, my ride canceled on me last minute. Mm-hmm. So then I went to Action Track again. They raced again. And then yesterday, I drove down to Bridgeport, which is like a little bit southeast of Philly. Yeah. And Bridgeport, wait, in, is that Pennsylvania? Or? No, it's in New Jersey. Oh, there okay. is a Bridgeport, Pennsylvania. And they're not far I feel like there's other. a Bridgeport, like Virginia or something. I don't, but there's a Bridgeport, Connecticut. I know that. Okay, so there's a Bridgeport everywhere. Right. Yeah bridge and port as long as there's water and a bridge and then they port. can name it that right not well, a lot of requirements for this not, name. yeah exactly <laughs> low requirements <laughs> <laughs> so uh but i would say so are you going back and f- like you go to this and then you like go home or are you it depends i've been living out of my car nearly so yeah um if i'm sleep not in the chevy cruise right? right yeah back seat action you know what? It's not bad it's actually a lot wider than you think it would be yeah. not as good as the intrepid the intrepid was a boat yeah that was a straight boat yeah it was an intrepid yeah <laughs> it was yes a boat. so uh it, it would depend so i would either go home to my house or go home to eddie's house eddie is my boyfriend mm-hmm. for who don't know that um some people might not yeah so he lives up near scranton i live in new jersey around here um so it really just depend on where we were mm-hmm. in relation and to, he races right so too. um he raced not wednesday he raced on sunday I race Saturday, and then Thursday, Friday, Monday, we're all leisure. Mm. I mean, I saw it in a press pass. I took pictures yeah. and submitted pictures, but that was it. Yeah, but did you get did you get any money for that, or is that just... If my pictures get published, yeah. Then a little bit, but you're pretty much going to, like, enjoy the Right, I admit, racing. like, I fully enjoy being a fan, sitting in the stands, drinking a beer, and just... Well, that sounds like a great time, though. Just getting rowdy. Yeah, my boss always tells me, like, hey, you got to... You gotta go see one of these. You honestly should go to a big show with me one of these times. I'm, like, you'll I'm completely really down. Enjoy it. Yeah, and you know how I am with people, so yeah, I'm just you know just put me in with people. Race and, fans and I'm are good. the rowdiest bunch you'll ever meet. Yeah, and they're fun. Perfect. <laughs> that yeah. sounds good to me. You would enjoy the National Open, the Williams Grove National Open. Your yeah. boss might even camp there. Yeah. To, to yeah, camping. I know people that are always got like yeah. just 
couple people that always go. So camping at the National Open is like a bucket list thing for me. I haven't done that yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would be legit. I have Hell a pop yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. We have to do this. Yeah, I gotta fix a diff in my truck though. Oh. Well. <laughs> Pull it with my Honda Accord. <laughs> Perfect. It weighs as much as the Honda Accord. Yeah. Or we can we can put two hitches on it. We can pull, you know, it with the Honda Accord and with the cruise. You know what I mean? Cool. Yeah, we'll do a double we deal. We can we can rig it. I'll just so put mine in neutral like, though, and why? you'll be yeah. Yeah, this is true. I'll pull both. Yeah, we'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to plan it out. I think that'd be that fun sounds though. like a good time though. The like. Just why I don't know. I feel like just dirt and like just loud engines. Like that's yeah. that's awesome. It's, I'm so accustomed to it too. Right. Just working with like, you know, just constant air tools and grinding mm-hmm. and loud noises. I feel very fortunate to have something in my life that just like brings me an insane amount of happiness, and it's yeah. like euphoric. And Do you com- know what I mean? Yeah, like, and you completely understand it. So I just fucking love and it's race your cars. life. Yeah. Yeah. Just say it to the camera. Yeah, I fucking love race cars. <laughs> like, I love race cars. And it doesn't matter what kind. It doesn't matter where I'm at. I don't care if I'm racing. I just really, I love the sound. It's one thing I've never done is, like, raced anything, so. You can drive my car if you want. Is it hard to do? No. How how many, is it a five-speed? What yeah. Is it? But oh, you okay. race in fourth gear. That's it? Yeah. And it's a four-stroke? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So you start in second. You're like halfway down the straightaway, popping in third, coming out of the corner, popping in fourth. It's just a four stroke. You don't have to shift in the corners. Two strokes have to shift in the corners. I oh, know. really? I thought it would be the opposite yeah. for some reason. Nope. Oh, so that's oh, so that's convenient. So there's such like a, a torque curve mm-hmm. in my car that like on a small track, coming off the corner, I'm like unbeatable. Does it sound like the two th- two strokes, or is it noticeably different? No, it's louder than the 600s. Really? Oh god. Oh, yeah. so we used I to have f- a super trap on it. Um, to quiet it down because some... What is that, a muff like a resonator or something? Yeah, it's like a muffler that's like closed at the end. Mm-hmm. It's not supposed to slow you down at all because a lot of the flat track um, AMA guys... But you got less, um, like, I don't know. Uh, you more restriction, I feel like, would allow you know, me to... Never, but it depends on the tune, right, I Right, I never noticed any restriction with the Super Trap, yeah. but it gave us a lot of issues just, like, not working. <laughs> yeah, Sometimes so it's it not even like, worth it. Yeah. Right, but it, like... We wear receivers, so we have, like, little radios in our ears. Mm-hmm. Um, and they tell us, like, you know, 27, go behind the four under a caution yeah. or something. I can't hear it. I don't even wear it because I can't hear it. Do other people? Everyone has to. So, like, sometimes I'll tell the promoters, like, I have my receiver. I'll wear it. I will not hear you. If so you tell me to do something, like, point me, like, point the flag at me and tell me what to do because... Other, yeah, because otherwise I'm not going to Otherwise I'm ear. not going to know. Do you wear any, like, ear protection or anything? Or? I really should. Me too, though. Yeah. Yeah. And I, like, I don't know. And definitely eye protection because I'm always getting rust in my eye all the time. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah, really? and then I gotta go like this, and then my boss takes a paper towel, and I'm like, get it, and then he gets it, <laughs> and he just has to swipe it out. You know? Oh my god! Like all the time. That sounds really painful. Yeah, but I, f- some days I leave work, and one ear is definitely just better than the other one that day, yeah. and I go, oh man. And like, I don't know if that's ears should... are not something to fuck with, because like you really can't. You're not getting it back. You, like you eyes, eyes is pretty promising. I feel yeah. like the I mean, eyes is you could just either, do some but... LASIK and shit, or yeah. Or get it drilled out. There's a little bit more forgiveness there. Like, once your eardrum is fucked, it's fucked. Yeah, it's fucked. There's nothing you can do. You gotta yeah. have, like, a hearing aid and maybe 
That's probably, I don't want that. And yeah. I've been reluctant to use any kind of ear protection while I'm racing because I like to listen to my motor and mm. I like to hear I like that. where it's winding out. It makes out sense. And, yeah. you know, where it's got the most power, if it's going to pull me into the corner. You know, like you can only feel so much, yeah. you know, in the seat of your pants. So a lot of it for me is, is listening to it. Yeah. That's, honestly, that's how I learned how to drive a stick shift. I wouldn't look at the rpms i would just you have to listen to it I yeah mean, my uh that. my know. volkswagen that i had for like a year that i had in high school never worked like the, the whole tack everything never worked <laughs> so i would Sounds have like to, my trailblazer yeah <laughs> i remember that yeah. actually i had yeah. electrical tape on like the check engine light and just the whole just yeah. electrical tape the whole thing but yeah i remember i would dri- i would be driving and it would just cut out and so it would be a 25 yeah. So I was like, oh, shit, I really got to make sure I do 25. So I throw it in third, and I would just feather third, it. and I was just like, okay, I think this is 25. Yeah. And then it would be one of those things, one of those speed traps, yeah. and, then and then to test know. myself, and then I would know. But, yeah, I would have to go by the engine every single time. Yep. And I remember one time I was going to school and just, you know, driving to high school, everybody just, you know, went 80 miles an hour the whole <laughs> – you just – you try to get there in under, like, 10 minutes <laughs> yeah. if you could. And I was and in second here. gear, and I was with Lake one time, and we were going, and I was like, let's see how far I can go in second gear. I'm just going to put it to the floor and just not let go of second gear. And I just went, and I must have just redlined all the way to, like, nine grand. Yeah. yeah, I don't, and then it just dropped the gear. And then, like, it just stopped. Like, it just went into Did neutral, I guess. Oh. No. Like, so, it was so weird. Like, the gear just dropped like it was done i guess i was still in gear i put it in neutral and then i put it in third and it was fine i put it back in second it was fine but Wild. it I, yeah it was so weird like i don't really know what well, happened I don't know, like the transition i think saved itself their right, transmission say, Volkswagen sometimes saved itself have yeah. that like extra sensor in it well where it will like I think cut that's something what out it did. if that happens it cut if, like, it cut idiot is trying to drive it. yeah because i was like fuck it you know well, right right you didn't i was care. like yeah we were just fucked up in the yeah. morning before school we were just doing stupid shit and yeah just driving the car but i remember that driving with no gauges or speedometer and just trying to see how far i could go in second that, <laughs> that does sound like my trailblazer because when i bought it he warned me he was like listen like the gas gauge doesn't work that's so, a sh- heavy chevy problem too right mm-hmm. so, they always don't work so i either had to it's go sending you then you gotta do the fucking whole fuel pump and it's a bitch yeah or it's electrical uh, no i just said fuck it so yeah who cares um it's a uh, i would either go off a of fuel memory mm-hmm. or sometimes if i remembered to reset my yeah trip, the mileage yeah right I you would, could get well the 200 something, something miles something like that yeah. yeah that thing was like the party bus though that thing yeah. was fun it had two doors a sunroof oh, i think did you pick me up in that one time definitely I you did it was black thing. right yeah yep i think that's when we went hiking yep I completely. That was a really good time, though. Yeah. I remember that. That was awesome. I, I had racing stickers all on the side. Because I didn't windows. drive yet. I remember. Yeah, you're younger. Yeah. Um, so I had racing stickers all on the side of it, and it was like send it racewear and like all <laughs> yeah. this like funny shit. And I think like one of my coworkers like saw it driving one day, and they were like, "Oh my god, that thing is still on the road." Because when I I think Jess and I were like going to the movies or something. And I was going down, it's like, what's that road off Bellis Road? Uh, Cypher? Cy- yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it's got it, that or, big, uh, oh, no, maybe it's before Bellis. Right before Shire? Bellis with that, that crazy turn. Oh. Maybe it is Shire. I don't know. Yeah, I think it is, because before you turn onto your road. Okay. That's Shire. Yeah, so it's Shire. Just it's so everyone crazy... knows exactly where I live. <laughs> Sorry. Just so you guys can, no, I've like done the set. I don't give a fuck. Like, Sorry. How many people are going to see this? I like, didn't see the name. I didn't 55? say the name. 55? I don't I even care. Show so, up. Yeah. If you're really about party. it, 
come through. through. (laughs) We'll do a fucking podcast. How's that? So uh, I was going down that road and I lost brakes. Like I had no brakes. Like brake line or something. Whatever it was. And we didn't make it to the movies because I called my dad and I was like, oh my God, dad, like I have no brakes. And he was like, just drive it home. And he brought it to the shop the next day. You're like downshifting with the... Column or I honestly, like, it was it was like the first couple months I had my um, license, so I didn't even like think to put it in a lower gear. Did it uh, did it like break at all though? Did you have a little bit or a little bit? I was able because like usually it's two separate systems. Oh, and the emergency brake didn't work. So oh, so you were really yeah. Yeah, uh, the emergency brake will fuck you over more anyway. Yeah. So it ended up being rusted out in the bottom, like more. All than those GM brake lines go easy. Yeah. Yep, they just so, go. That was so, a sketchy yeah. moment. I know. <laughs> Plus, so it was like, died. oh, man, there was one time I was driving the Volkswagen. I remember, like, this always happens when you're young and you just have a shitty car because you don't really know cars and you're also young, so you don't, like, yeah. understand, you know what to what do. You can afford. Yeah, exactly. And I bought this car. I was like, fucking, I put so much money into it. But was I remember I'm driving. Yeah, 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 the GTI. I'm driving on Rick Road, and I hit this bump, and I hear boom, and I'm like, all right, like, I was probably fine. Car's kind of low to the ground. I might have just hit something. Yeah. And I'm driving, and I'm making a turn, and the whole rear end just shifts. <gasps> and I was like, ooh, that's a little weird. So I keep driving. I drove <laughs> it for a week, and the and the one side of the entire rear axle beam was just not even connected for an entire week. Wow. Yeah, like, I drove somebody home from school with it. Like, I didn't even know. And Did I, it, like, steer weird or Steered what? very weird. The alignment was really off. Yeah. It was bad. Like, I just completely ignored it. Because I was like, ah, it's fine. Nothing. You would fix that on someone else's car and look at them and be like, you idiot. Oh, that's what my boss was like. How did you drive like this? I was like, I don't know, boss. I just drove. Very carefully. Yeah, very. Yeah. I just didn't swing out the rear end on anybody. You just took turns very slow. (laughs) Yeah. I just downshifted. Yeah. Yeah. The stupid shit that happens when you're just driving. You're young and driving shitty vehicles. And then the Intrepid lasted me a long time. It lasted Yeah, you drove that for a while long time it's lasted miles on it. two long distance relationships long distance but like nice yeah and like all that driving between all of them right yeah. like yeah i mean i got the chevy cruise in november and since then i've put over 19,000 miles on it wow yeah that's crazy i think i put 131 i bought my car with 131 now with 157 so I put like almost thirty thousand or twenty something thousand on it yeah. in like two years, almost, maybe almost three years. Yeah, I did that in what eight months. Yeah, that's crazy. But all I did was drive to RV and back. But still, right. that was kind of RV will put a lot of miles on it. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, in the summer now, I go like two weeks without filling it up. It's great. Really? Yeah. I fill mine up at least three times a week. What? That's so yeah. crazy. Yeah, see, I, I'm i not going anywhere. I go to the shop. It's five minutes. And I got yeah. this motorcycle. I'm trying to get on the road so I don't have to drive my car at all. Oh, you got a motorcycle? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, for, uh, for free, actually. Sweet. What kind? It's a 1985 Honda Sabre 700. It's a like a sport touring. Yeah. But it's still a 700, and it rips. And but it's, yeah. it doesn't run right now because the guy ran gas through it because oh the God. tank got gas or not gas through it rust the tank got rust in it and then the guy ran rust through the whole system uh, yeah without knowing obviously and like he didn't even shake up. the probably clogged everything up yeah it got it got rust through the entire system yeah. you know so now i'm just i don't know i might just bring it to somebody to fix because i don't feel like dealing with be it cool, but though. yeah it'd be nice to I've been thinking about getting it ran for like twenty thousand miles so it should be fine yeah but it'll be awesome to whip around town like i don't want to do anything right? crazy on it because it's old but 
still just drive it. Drive it to yeah, work and back. Let my car joyride. sit. Take yeah. a fucking joyride. Right? I just want to let my car sit and just yeah. not put, not wear the tires and just not yeah. put miles on it. It's getting a little old. That is old. something I'm glad that I had. I had winter tires. Um, because like, like two sets, you're saying two different. Yeah, so I, have two I sets do that of tires. too. It's the best thing. Yeah, it's set it's no tires. Everybody do that. It's the best thing to do. It may in be, New Jersey, right? It may <laughs> be a pain in the ass to like change your tires and whatever, but do it. It because it's not even a pain. It's cost twenty dollars a tire to mount and balance. So Eddie even if you put me. them on they the were same, free for me. Eddie yeah, and like they're free for me. So yeah. like if it's but even if even then even if you're putting them on the same wheels, yeah. then it only costs what eighty dollars a year. It's so worth it. And then it. you save $400, yeah. $500 buying tires. More yep. than that, actually. Yeah. Yeah, but I drive a lot. I drive. Yeah. I think I know Interstate 78. Like, I could do it with my eyes closed. Yeah, just... Yep. <laughs> actually, yeah. I'm, actually. I know it pretty well. Not all of it, but the New Jersey... All in New Jersey, I know. Yeah. But not well, the Pennsylvania. I never really go past Exit 29 on the New Jersey side, which is, like, where you get on 287. Yeah. I've gone down there for jobs and yeah. mostly jobs and that's where going, i got the motorcycle yeah, going like a lot of the interviews i do for the magazine it's like you have to go through 78 to get to 80 or 81 or 83 or in pennsylvania in new york yeah yeah mm-hmm. so i go to the end of 78 a lot on the pennsylvania side and that's like near harrisburg like just like it stops or i think uh, at one just point like it, turns, off, right? it turns into like 81. I've been to Amish country, but only like one time. Yeah. To buy my wheels. I actually bought my really? wheels for my car in Amish country. My yeah. best friend, Amber, she used she lives in Florida now, but she used to live in Lebanon, Pennsylvania. That's like the true... That's Amish country. Yeah. So she moved out. She's like... She's someone you have to have on your podcast. Like she's yeah. the definition of a boss lady. So Amber moved out when she oh, was 17. that's good to know. Right. Yeah. She moved out when she was 17 and... Um, uh, lived in an apartment in, I don't want to give away like the name of her town, but it's near mm-hmm. Lebanon. And some nights I would be sleeping and she'd have her window open and you would hear like the click of a horse and buggy, like going down the road. It's the funniest thing. That's crazy to right? me. I feel like, I feel and it's so normal. No, we think, she doesn't bat an eye. yeah. And we think that we live even out here. We think we live in the sticks, but that's not, that's real. Yeah. That's primal, you know, or that's primal? old school, you know? Yeah. No, it is yeah. though. Like, Living without electricity. And that is how people lived, so. I can't. I would love to do How that many, for... like, 250 years ago, right? Like, 200 years ago. Yeah. That's We're how nothing. We're children. We're, chi- we're just. Right? I mean, even in 1901, you know, people yeah. were living without That's true, because what was the, Model T was, like, what? That was, like, 1911 like or something? I don't know. I was going to say later than that, but I don't know. Maybe. I don't really know. No, because I think 20s. The car's in the... Let's look it up. Thir- yeah. That was a, yeah, that would be a good T. idea. The Model T Because Model T wasn't even the first... That was just the first production car. Yeah. They first, had other cars before that. Uh, Henry Ford just, first car. just made it like, yeah, everybody can have. Everybody eats. Everybody eats. Everybody eats. Everybody gets so a car. So I googled first car, and all that came up was a car. And it says a car is a wheeled motor vehicle used for transportation. No shit. Google isn't always great. It's the like first good. Car. I'm like not as interested in this fact anymore. Yeah, we're still we're in there. We might as well just. We might as well some just. Some costs are it sunk up. sometimes, though. Do you continue with the million dollar project if you gotta invest another million? Eh. Did yeah, you have sure. um? Oh, God, what's his name? Who do you have for principles of management? Never took it. It's not coming up. 
1911. I'm going with 1911 on that. Correct us Somebody if we're wrong. correct me. Can you like see if we have comments on our? Actually, I can probably see. I can definitely get on and see if we've got comments. I, there's a ton of waves. Everybody waved. I actually can check. You don't have to move it because I can. Pause due to poor connection. Okay, we had 18 viewers on there. Okay. Ooh. Okay, I'm just gonna get to Sully. Share that. Okay, well, fuck the live stream then. It just stopped. Oh, did it? Yeah, but we've been going for a while anyway. Oh, good. How long are we at? Well, let me let you know here. We are at 55 minutes. I said Weird. I would let you know at, at 55, 55 minutes. That's so crazy. Wild. I feel like we have so, so much to talk about, though. Yeah, that's why I'm saying multiple episodes. Yeah. Multiple editions. I will get it. The problem is I bought the smallest because I, I didn't have a lot of money, so I yeah. bought, like, the cheapest MacBook Pro. So it Mine doesn't... Too. Yeah, so it doesn't have a ton... I need to get an ex. If I get an external hard drive, I think I can handle yeah, it. And yeah, and they're only like seventy bucks. They're not that much. Yeah, I just put them on my wish list it. on Amazon. Yeah. And then Amazon will just tell me when it's on sale, and then I'll just buy it. Yeah, or you can get like a Best Buy gift card, or not. I gift might card, just a make a PC just for podcasts. Just build one, and just buy all the parts, and make one only just for the podcast That'd that can cool. just run everything. Yeah. Could just be a straight animal, like a beast, you know, like a I machine. I that you can just like build things from the bottom up, like. I just, I, my brain just doesn't work that way. I'm not mechanically inclined. I will never claim to be. I might drive a race car, but I can't fix it. Well, you drive the race car. You know? I can drive it. Yeah. I know what's going on. Yeah. I can, it, I can check it's, some things. It's I'll practice, though. It's what, right. like, you know, you get, a, like, a mechanic mind after doing it for, like, some yeah. people can just pick it up. Like, this kid we have working at the shop now, um, he just, we just hired him. He goes to, like, Polytech for body work. And we just tell him, yeah, uh, my boss goes, yeah, just put that bumper on that headlight and that fender. And he's like, okay. And then he, and he puts it. it all on. And then he's like, okay, I'm done. You know, no that, questions asked. That sounds like my brother. This is insanity. Like, the smartest I'm, like, the opposite of that, though. Like, I'm a pretty good mechanic. Like, I can do, like, a lot of things and that I've learned. But I do, I still ask a ton of questions. Like, yeah. every day I'm asking questions. You know, but... It's like some people, you don't even ask any. They don't even do the question thing. They just like, eh, I think Skip if the, I just push tutorial. this right here and I just pop it in, it'll go. And then they push it, pop it in, and it goes. And you're like, okay, you yeah. didn't even have to waste time. My brain time. is not a problem-solving brain. It's a creative brain. No, I'm not a problem I feel like everybody's got a little bit of... There's a little bit of both. Eh, everything I've kind of... I've tapped into more of the creative side. Not I like that side, side a lot better. It's usually mostly just songs and like rhymes going yeah. through my head all day that are just like just non-stop <laughs> just doesn't even end do you just is it like an ocd like rhyming thing you just rhyme everything or what no not ocd but i just think of things yeah to the, where i have a good line and i write it down on my phone and then i'll just kind of ponder it and i'll say okay what's can, what can come after that you yeah. know and or how would I say this? And then I'll take my phone and like do the voice record because I'll completely forget how I would have yeah. said it, you know? Mm -hmm. And then after that, it just doesn't. Sometimes I think of those things too, and that's how I branch like a, a, a column off of that or a story or yeah. an article or anything. Like you, yeah, it almost works with like cliche, the cliches too. Exactly. Like you can kind of just build the entire. I honestly feel like that's what a lot of my, uh, my blog posts at least start off of, like. I don't know. I probably have in my notes just all these cliches, but like it's said in a certain way, and then I can just spit. My songs too are the same yeah. way. I just start with most of them, like probably nine out, eight out of ten. Start with just one line, mm -hmm. and then I build the song off one line. And then after I read a whole verse, then I go, oh, okay, I kind of catch the vibe of this. 
so I, I gotta write like, a few more. You right. Know? I think that's like part of the natural creative process, which is why I've just never really like appreciated the structured creative process that maybe you learn in school or learn in a writing class or something like that. Yeah, because then they they try to make a process or a pro- process out of something that's not really a process. Right. Everybody has their own process for it, and they're trying to put it in like a book and make you read it and say this is the way to do it. And right? maybe that helps the kids that don't naturally tap into their younger side of their that makes brain. sense having right. starting young with that that, that makes sense yeah because it kind of gives them a little taste but of i hated it like yeah. in middle school like um did you have mrs woodmer no i had somebody so, else that year right so i, I had mrs remember. woodmer third and fourth grade and we're actually meeting up for lunch soon we, we cool contacted, we had each other over facebook and started emailing and um Obviously, like, she's forced to teach us how to brainstorm and that kind of stuff, but I, like... Make a web. <laughs> yeah, seriously, yeah, I hated it. Yeah. I did not thrive with it. I was miserable. I, like, wanted to tell her that I wanted to throw it away and, like... <laughs> never use it again. Never use it again. And, you know, sometimes, like, brainstorming and having that structure is good to, like, get your ducks in a row and get your thoughts, you know, put into, in into line, words yeah. and get your thoughts in line. But I just have, like, a flow. You know it's how I'm mean? feeling with, I set everything up for making a song. I set everything up. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I need the time. Okay, we got the time. I need the coffee. We got the coffee. We got water. Okay, we're good. We need lights. Add to I'm on and on and off. And maybe off for this one. And then I get, okay, am I going to make the beat? Do I already have the beat? Do I go no beat and I'm just writing a song? Yeah. Or I'm going to do it on a phone? Am I going to do it on a pad? So I kind of have just all these Your little things. things. Yeah, all these little things that I add up. And then I could start, and then I'm good to go. But it, that's kind of this one that one a book I told you about. I think it's called The War of Art, yeah. which you have to read. You would love it. It pretty much says how you should be able to turn it on all the time, like no matter yeah. what. And I, that's just so hard. I've been trying to do that, which I kind of got that during writing the album. I'm not really writing anything now because I'm done yeah. with the album, so I don't want to start anything new once it's before it's finished. Yeah, but rest, yeah. yeah, but I would just do all my shit for the day i come up here like nine o'clock and be like okay for an hour i need to be in for an hour and just sometimes you don't feel it but i think after you try to do it over and over and again each night or whatever then you start to realize yeah you could just kind of flip it on it's like a switch you know yeah you you have to do it all the time though if you stop doing it then it doesn't work anymore you get out of the flow a little bit yeah and i think that when i get like on a on a streak where i'm writing a lot i can turn it on or off whenever i i want to Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i could i have written full articles and not like magazine articles where i need to have sources but uh, you know a a opinion piece in at the racetrack sitting on a tire just writing it you know what i mean because you're in the zone right once my mind is like there yeah it's almost like a form of meditation i think like writing for me is like it is definitely yeah. It lets you express yourself in in a way that is different from all the other f- forms of expression when it comes to like talking to people. You know? Right. And I remember you you ran a poll on your Instagram once. It's like, do you think in do you think in words or, or do you pictures. think in pictures? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I don't remember what I voted, but I wasn't sure how to answer it because mm-hmm. like I can visualize I things it really fucks well. With people. Right. I visualize things really well, and I like to. Like, like we're talking about cinematography yeah. and videography like I love that yeah but my meditation that that challenges me mm-hmm. my meditation is words my meditation is writing is listening to people talk mm-hmm. talking to someone 
or um, reading or doing even this, like, like something like, like right, this, right? Like yeah. This, or like, uh, like, we don't even have to get into like the spirituality side of things or the religious side of things, but like praying. I mm-hmm. love, I am definitely a spiritual person. And so praying for me gets my thoughts in order. Yeah. Gets my it thoughts is in line. Similar it's similar to, it is meditation. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, as much as people may make fun of it or be like, uh, you know, you I don't, don't know knock it. Doing. I don't knock what anybody does like to get themselves right. You know, right. I'd like, I'll do the, I'll just meditate. You know, that's my form, which I sh- like everybody should do everything more that they enjoy doing or yeah. whatever. I should do it more. But I remember there was like a three weeks in a row. I meditated every day and I just could not like, you couldn't even break me. Like right. nothing could even stop. Like now I, that really helped me. Even that time helped me. Like I have a morning routine every morning. I don't really deviate. And so I never really have a bad day, which is pretty good, you know? And that no matter what, and I know that, Oh, if something does happen, Oh, I can meditate or I can write Mm -hmm. this song or I can just, I have lose it though. And you have to like, Force get it, it out back. of yourself. Yeah, to it's get the it same back. thing with working out too. Yeah, uh, which I try to stay consistent with, you know, because that really helps me too. That is the ultimate for me. You yeah. know, if I stop, I stopped working out for like a month and I went insane. Well, because yeah, your injury. Yeah, right? yeah, and I, yeah, I just I had like two things that compiled on top of each other, and I was like, oh, this would be a good time just to let my body chill and just recover, which was good. Like, but then I'm, your mind doesn't chill. No, your mind doesn't chill. And then I'm on the 30th day, and I'm literally counting each day, and I'm on the 30th day. It's like a Sunday. I'm like, I'm fucked right now. Like, yeah. I was just sitting here like, what am I going to do? Like, I was just – like, I almost felt bad for myself. And I was like, we got to fucking work out now. Yeah. And then now I do it like five days a week, and I try to exercise like almost every day, and it just keeps my mind yep. in the right keeps spot. Right. Yeah, it's the same thing with whatever it be, praying, meditation, reading, writing, mm-hmm. it, Yeah, I practicing that, anything, you know. Right, I think – for me, the meditation kind of, or the meditation slash praying sort of brings the energy off of like my, like my shoulders almost. Yeah, and like your e- ego and right. like because I mean I'm not saying like you have an, but everybody has, has an ego. ego. Yeah, so yeah. taking it, taking that off of yourself, right. and you get to like and step back a little bit, some, and you go, yeah, and it goes, like, and you just say, oh, it's just me. You know, at the end of the day, it's just me. So we can just, we can definitely fix this, you know, or we can definitely get through it or whatever it may be. I always, like, I start with like, thank you for my health. Thank you. Oh, the grateful thing is really. Yeah. I try so hard. My life has been so much more positive since I've been, since I've been actively thinking about how grateful I am for everything I have. Simple thing. I'm grateful to be here right now. Yeah. To be your friend, to be talking about the shit we're talking about, to be able to talk about good things. You know what I mean? Yeah. That we do every day. I'm thankful to be healthy. Like just, I'm thankful that, yeah. um, you know, just and here. people always say like, "Oh, you gotta write it down when you wake up in the morning." No, you don't have to do anything. You could no. just think about it. It's fine. You don't have to go as long that as far. you, you can... consciously do exactly. think about it. Yeah. understand it. Yeah, writing it down is really good. Like if you write it That's down, then you. then yeah. you start to yeah. But I don't think there's actually a good or bad way to be grateful. You know, you right. just are there's or no you right aren't. Or wrong yeah, way to be grateful. exactly. You are or you aren't. Like right. people tell you, people want to tell you how to do everything their way or somebody else's and way. It's so but... easy to learn how to be grateful because like you, we all. But you have to learn. It too. You can't like somebody right. just tells you, "Hey, you should be grateful for your fucking life." Like when you live here in America with all these people, that is just you know a lot of maybe some people don't like their position that they're in. It's like, wait up, wait up, wait up. Let's look at the span of the world. You know, yeah. like take it back a little bit. You're like such not, a small piece of the puzzle. Here. Exactly, and not to be like on some hippie nonsense shit, <laughs> some woo woo shit, yeah. which I'm not really trying to be. But we are 
like the one person we are the one percent of the world rather than Absolutely. focusing on the who the richest per- people are like right p- every people would kill for our spot you know mm-hmm. so that's why you got to be grateful and take advantage of it and you know i'm just grateful for like opportunities that opportunities too. to not even just and you like, like and big you do opportunities what you want. Yeah. right i'm happy to just do what Me i too. want yeah I, i'm i don't know you know what and i think even praying for or just thinking about clarity like that is the one thing i finish with i pray for a clear mind yeah you know what i mean to, to be able like, to like unbiasedly uh like consciously take in information and express right. something out that like that's something, something i really learned about myself like a couple months ago and you you probably remember this like when i texted you saying like you know me and eddie broke up mm-hmm. i need to like figure something it was out on like a sunday myself. i remember yeah, yeah. and through that time like we're back together now but through that time i really learned like i'm forcing things too much i'm forcing myself to do too much forcing him to do too much forcing other people to do what i want them to do Mm -hmm. and 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 also making a lot of decisions right and in it all you were saying that the other day like you make decisions every day and like in it all i was just making everything such like a straight line where if i just could sit back and understand what I wanted, have a clear mind, have mm-hmm. a clear heart. Just like, I don't pray for one thing to happen. I don't hope for one thing to not happen. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm cool with it all, but if I am in, if I have a decision in front of me and I have the clarity to understand what I'm in front of, then like, I'm good. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be linear like that. Like it doesn't right. have to be this and then this and this. Like Stephen King said it best for me. This is I love this quote. First there's a mountain, then there's no mountain, then there is. Like that's all that's like creativity, right? Yeah. Like first it's all there, then you're like fuck, it's gone. I can't write anything and then it's back, you know? Yeah. So that's kind of how life is too. Like you're at the top, and then you're at the bottom and it's, it's like it's always going to be a wave, you know? Right. It's always going to be Ride it's not wave. just going to be like this one line, this straight line, you know? It's mm-hmm. always going to be like an up and a down and up and a down. And so that like that makes a lot of sense. And I uh, I remember when you texted me that too, and I was like, oh. But I was like, I know Jenna, you know, like Jenna's gonna just figure it out, you yeah. know. And you like you probably that probably made you realize like a lot of things mm-hmm. about yourself too. It did. And like some new realizations. Which realized pr- like I wasn't challenging myself enough, mm-hmm. and I was selling myself a little bit short. Yeah, the decisions yeah. thing too. It's like it gets everybody, and we don't we shouldn't be in a position right now where we have to make thousands of decisions you know really we're pretty young like Mm -hmm. we should really just be able to do what we want i feel like community college like gave me that and if anybody is considering community college listening to this do it yeah it makes you become a person a real person because you don't have anybody else you only have yourself so you have to build your personality because you can all if you can only hang out with yourself you have to really like yourself you know or you're (laughs) fucked learn how to yeah you either love yourself you hate yourself then you know and i definitely went through the hating myself part me too in the beginning i honestly like was was, like i remember like the first like two weeks I was like, fuck, I'm or, fucked. Like, wait, I really. Yeah, like, I remember? literally made the wrong decision. I mm-hmm. didn't do what everybody else did. Like, I'm not going to have a good time. Right. And, like, I had a great time by myself, you know? So, yeah. and I made so much, you know? And I changed so much. And I right. learned so much and in and outside of school. I had great professors. I had great right. books that I read and <clears throat> all these things, like, compile. Like, it's always going to. It's pretty much always going to work out, you know? So. My character development has, like, been exponential yeah me too amazing yeah especially the last year i'm not done i'm not perfect but like i i think the first year of college for me was like a huge character development time Me too. because in high school i didn't give a 
rat me ass either. about my grades. I was just, I was just fucking hanging around. Me. I was just hanging out the entire time. Right. I just hung out. I didn't out. care about school. I didn't yep. care about learning. Me either. I have a goal to learn something new every day now. Me too. I read every day. You know, I, or I have a pretty something. decent GPA now. I'm pretty proud of that. Yep. And Same know, here. I'm just, I'm You're just living myself, it. You know yeah, I mean? me too. Yeah. That's, uh, I think that's the best way to, because if you're not proud of yourself, then I feel like there's not, then what are you doing, you know? Right. Then what are you doing that's making you not proud? So, and then yeah. take those things that are making you not proud and then flip them or, like, analyze them and say, oh, well, then what could I do differently? Like, I want, you should want to be proud of the things that exactly. you do. You know, like, I'm proud of this podcast. I don't have to do anything. I just sit here and click record, yeah. but I'm still proud of it, you know, because, yeah, like, you're creating something. yeah, exactly, and music or whatever it is, like, you know? one thing that community college gave me was, like, creative freedom, you know, like, I didn't have yep. all these loans I'm taking out, I don't have anybody to make happy, you know, I'm just making myself happy, mm-hmm. I'm just doing it for me, I'm not doing it for my parents, I'm not, and yep. this is something else you had on a Monday Thoughts kind of thing, like, doing college for someone else which like 90 percent of people are right which is crazy and if had i gone away somewhere and i'd be stuck somewhere else mm-hmm. i would have felt trapped we don't know see we're in this like limbo mode now where none of our friends are out yet right but once they're out oh man like there's gonna be some people that we're gonna see are gonna say what the fuck did i just do you right? know where they maybe they went for their parents but their parents couldn't help pay for the whole thing or they got loans but they only got loans for half mm-hmm. and like now and not everybody's going to get, like, most people are going to get a job, probably. We were living a good, you know, if the economy, the economy doesn't crash, right now, yeah, yeah, it's doing pretty good, like, you could go into it. But the, some people aren't, you know, some mm-hmm. people are going to regret their decision to ma- get time. their psychology degrees and their communications degrees. Nothing against it, you know. Mm-hmm. But they're going to say, oh, man, did I really just, is it one big party, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and right. what did I really learn? Like, we were we were forced to work on ourselves, you know. Exactly. You could go to community college and not work on yourself. Like, you could still be right. in a and town There's definitely where, people that don't do that. Yeah, that but I didn't even have a choice, like. Yeah, I had to. Yeah. You know what Neither I mean? Neither like, of us did. I felt like I lost a lot of friends at that time. I felt like yep. I, we can we can wrap it up whenever you're ready. No, like, I was just, I, I thought the phone fell, but I realized I turned, it turned <laughs> off. Yeah, continue. Um. But yeah, I lost a lot of friends at that time. I wasn't sure where I was going with my career. School was really hard, and I just needed to like step up my game. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and I had to do that, or I would have just been really sad all Me the time. Me too. That's kind of that. After that first two week, that first two weeks, I was pretty sad. Yeah. And then I realized, oh man, I got this like side shit that I can do. You know, like I made an EP. Multi passionate. Yeah, exactly. Multi passionate. I made an EP. I actually realized how why I made it too, and I made that EP to see if I was gonna do something after it. You know, mm-hmm. like I released like seven tracks and I worked on them for a while to see if I would make something else. Cause I told myself, oh, I could really get this laptop and get this program and start making beats, and it all was a lot. But I just did it one step at a time. I just made the EP. Okay, now I got seven songs on my, under my belt. Buy the laptop. Now I got a laptop. I don't have any excuse. Now I got a program. Bought the program. Now I don't have any any more excuse. Nobody so, cares. Yeah. Work harder. Exactly. Nobody, Nobody cares. cares. Work harder. Yeah. So that's all I did. And then I realized, oh, I have this music thing I could just go to every night to relax. And I got a couple people I can hang out with on the weekends. And mm-hmm. that's really cool with me. I'm, I got a good job. I got a job I can't complain about that I, I don't mind going to every day. Like, yeah. my boss is my best friend. I'm the only employee. Like, damn, I'm really living the life, living. you know? So, and going to my classes and just getting shit yeah. done. But I think that we're both in a good position. Yeah. We're both really like, too, which is good. Yeah. And we, so I we think vibe that we really both, well in the conversation. We, we have, like, 
similar energy. Maybe we have a different way of going about things or like Oh, naturally, how, yeah. Every, or, or what yeah. we believe in maybe. Mm-hmm, but sure. But it doesn't change anything. At the anything. end of the day, like we have that respect for each other. Yep. That is really yeah. important, I think. Yeah, and it's and we always know like we never have to worry about each like I feel like we could do this podcast in 10 years and we'll be completely fine. The same. Yeah. Yeah. And I there's so many people in high school that I was really good friends with and I would sit down in front of this table with them and just be like don't know you yeah like what's happening with you now yeah like what do you even <laughs> like a, like what's your i'll thing? get them up here not yeah. everybody comes up here but i'll get them. <laughs> it would honestly be kind of cool to have like uh, not everybody but like some people to just kind of see what the where the conversation i gotta do go. it a little bit for the town just you know and for for the people in yeah. the beginning i feel like before i branch out you know oh yeah yeah i have to i'm 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 kind of, you know, some people ask to be on, and some people I just know I want them on. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of me playing this kind of, this kind of role, like I'm playing God with the podcast. <laughs> you know, it's like, do I really want you to have a voice? But how much of a ad, fifty views, whatever. Yeah. So I don't know. It's gonna. I'm kind of just figuring it out as I go and trying to get a lot better at a conversation. You know. Yeah, which I mean, is good this too. conversation has been real easy. You know? Yeah, simple. No, yeah, nothing. N- no heavy, sweat. You know. Yeah. You just go. You exactly. just do it. Yeah, that's but that was the whole point, you know? Yeah, and everyone, you know, as I've, like, been, you know, catching up with people and stuff, I've just seen, like, everyone struggles with shit. Everyone has kind of their own path that they've taken with college. Maybe they're not going back quite. Or, After know. two years, yeah, that's good. We right. realize that. It's, it's like, kind of a pivotal part, and, and that's another thing I've learned community college maybe maybe i would have at a four-year school too but like you can pivot at any time pivoting is pivotal for (laughs) your life like yeah you know what i mean like shout out chris miller he dropped out yeah you know what i mean like he's done he whether he goes back or not doesn't matter he's doing he's pivoting but to see my best friend drop out that made me go oh man like people can just make their own decisions you know yeah. it's not like when we were in high we're school autonomous. and hey where are you gonna go yeah oh yeah i'm gonna go to this university and like yeah. oh man that's really cool i'm gonna go here and, and now and now it's like hey guys we're like in real life mode now yeah you know rather than just little babies you know mm-hmm. shit yeah it is pivotal to make a pivot yeah and i mean like for people to transfer schools or to change their major like i have a really close friend and she goes to a really expensive school her parents are not helping her at all with loans paying for we all know rent. that person too right yeah no no i don't no think no, no i'm saying we all know we that all person in our lives friend. yeah yeah and she is going for a really competitive major in a really competitive field. And she's smart. She's very mm-hmm. smart. Um, but she is not happy there. And she just thinks she is, like, in this deep, you know, hole. She it's, only did one year. She hates it there. It's in Philadelphia. She's so far away from her so family. So it's not even the sophomore slump. It's like a freshman slump almost. Right, yeah. right. And so she's, like... Yeah, but you always have the room to change, to go somewhere and else. That's, or, you know what? And that's something I've preached you're not, her. Yeah, it's not like, like somebody's f- putting a gun to your head and right. saying, go to this it's, college. It's you putting the gun to your head yeah. and forcing yourself to do something that you're unhappy with. Yeah. Like, why? You know, everyone's going to come out with a little bit of student loans. Mm-hmm. And you're going to pay them off. So if you waste a little bit of money here, at least you learn something. That's why, oh man, that's why I don't regret community college, right? Because like, we just, yeah, money and we got to just try shit. Like I got to just try all these different classes and I went into, like I switched my major 
to business management without ever taking a business class. And then I take one semester of business. I go, oh, this is really cool. You know, yeah. I really like this. And you so, really didn't waste a whole lot of time or money. No, I mean, I'm not in debt from it, you know? Right. So, yeah, so I can't complain. But, like, if you put yourself in the situation where you go to that expensive school and you have that expensive major, like, if you are if you have any doubt, you should never do it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, but you should – she should change. She should do something different, you I know? know? And, and, but it's she, easy she, she to play devil's flows, advocate, right. you know? She ebbs and flows with do I – is this really what I want? Is it not what I want? You know what I mean? And, and I think she just – and I think everyone just needs to understand, like, you can really at any time – like pivot like there was this one i do want to find out because i want to read the whole thing so i'm gonna like hop on my twitter here for a second go for it but um i'm not on twitter so you gotta fill me in you're not i mean i'm on twitter but i don't go on it anymore it's not your main social media outlet no i've been slimming down on them actually on the so it says we what we have to remember is that we can still do anything we can change our minds. We can start over. The notion that it's too late to do anything is comical. It's hilarious. We can't. We must not lose the sense of possibility because in the end, it's all we have. Yeah. True. That's true. Yeah. All, that's all we have is If you're not is, happy is in the relationship that you're in, change it. If you're not happy in the career path that you're in, change it. Mm-hmm. If you're not happy with the friend group that you have, change it. You're the average of your of your five closest friends. Right. So if you got a fucking loser friend, drop that motherfucker. Yeah. Because he Be nice sucks. about it. Be nice about it. Don't don't break something. No, yeah, no. But, but drop, drop him. Yeah. Drop but drop him. You know? Yeah. Just kind of phase him out. It's better for you. Just phase him out a little bit. Right. You don't got to be like, yo, you, your life sucks. Get out of here. Right. Like, you can just kind of fade him out. Stop answering the tele. Like, right. You know, whatever it and may honestly, be. Like, I, However I, you want to do way, it. In a way, I did that. You know, maybe not all my decision in the beginning, but, um, you know, without being over, like, saying something to someone, like, telling Mm -hmm. them how I felt, I kind of just, like, removed that situation from my life. Yeah, not to cut cut your point off, but I think my my friends, I keep a pretty tight circle, but Mm -hmm. I have a ton of friends, you know, like, I, I know a lot of people. But people understand my time. Like, even my friends understand my time. I understand their time, too. Mm-hmm. You know, but when I go, yeah, I got to, you know, sorry, I'm working on a song. Or yeah. sorry, I have a podcast to do. They just, you know, they know. That time this is, is what so I'm doing. valuable. Yeah. When and someone I gives you their time, yeah. you know that they value you. And yep. if I'm going to give my precious time to someone I don't value, yeah. why? And I get messages all the time like, hey, man, I've been rapping a little bit. I'll send you some stuff. All right, send it over. Okay, I read it. Okay, what do you want me to do? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, it's good. Like, maybe it's good. I tell them it's good. Yeah. You know, but I don't know what my I'm here for. Like, I wasn't... I don't, I'm not sending my verses, yeah. you know? Like, I sent them to my producer so he could tell me what to fix for the mix, you know? Yeah. But I'm paying this guy. Right. You know? I'm paying my producer to produce music. Mm-hmm. So, like, it makes sense. Always reach out, you know? Always send the message. That's what I'm saying, though. Always... I'm trying to instill, like, always send that DM, but don't expect anything. Like, you can never right. expect anything from anybody. Right. Maybe they'll care. Maybe they won't. Like, right. I was talking, like, like I said to you, like, some people I reach out, they tell me they're going to come on, then they're not going to come on. You know, but I'm not going to, that's it. You get one message. That's all you get from mm-hmm. me is here you go, here's the time, yes or no. That's all you get. Yeah. You're not going to get a second time, you know. You're not going to screw around. That's it. Yeah, I'm not this is it's just time you know time is money out here time is podcast out <laughs> time here is pod- yeah, time i mean i'm is not podcast. making money with the podcast but the podcast industry is a 314 million dollar industry down. yeah 
Do and you it listen grows to the Sofa King podcast? No. You should. It's like all about conspiracy theories. Uh, since I drive so much, I listen oh, to a lot of okay. podcasts. Cool. What's that? Yeah, oh. Sofa King. And I don't know why this popped in my head and I felt the need to say it, but they're sponsored by a hot sauce. And my brother and I listen to this podcast together a lot. And I bought like a bunch of their hot sauces because they were like this. They sponsored the Sofa King podcast. That you know what I mean? makes like, so cool. much sense. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to get a, like Nikush came on. He has a clothing brand. So okay. he'll probably be the first sponsor. Yeah. Uh, but then after that, yeah, I'm trying to get some weird shit like that. Like that's the shit that works because mm-hmm. it's not like they're trying to sell you some weird gadget. Like it's right. just hot sauce. It's like, it's was it good? Yeah. yeah. It's really good. So yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Oh, that's good. That's. I'm going to probably check that out at that podcast, but I got to start getting some sponsors out They have a good one on uh, Biggie Smalls, like when the notorious oh, B.I.G. Yeah. was murdered. And, uh, That's a good story, You know what too. a really cool one is, um, oh, God, why can't I think of the name? The De Beers. It's the Rothschild family. Do you know anything oh. about the Rothschild family? Yeah, like the Illuminati? A little like, bit. Yeah, yeah. So Just like the just, YouTube videos on right, it. Right. Yeah. So, like, as a as a recap, whoever listening um the Rothschild family is like what the Illuminati is like modeled after. Uh-huh. So the Rothschild family started in Europe and strategically married off their children so that they basically control all of the money in the world. And so oh. like they yeah. will or will not invest. Like in they this. own like a certain percent of all the money, right? Right, exactly. They so De Beer the De Beers family owns the diamond trade. The Rothschild family owns the De Beers. <laughs> so oh, shit. yeah, so that's like kind of the 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 weight of it and uh, it, it goes into some cool things about like world war one world war two and how they will strategically invest and, and like give leverage money to themselves s- right. yeah leverage leverage a certain country so like the world the war it's is geopolitical one, right right yeah because of this that's great and like just from one family's money yeah and how that can change the, cons- the political and geopolitical structure of an entire world yeah. or nation Mm-hmm. Uh, that sounds something I would want to get into. Yeah, because I'm reading some crazy cool. history books right yeah. now. Yeah, I weird love history. Shit. People that like can't get into history are mind blowing. I never that. could until I started reading them, and then I I read this book *Sapiens* uh, by yeah. Yuval Harari. It's the history of humankind from the beginning to now, mm-hmm. and it just blew my mind. Like everything about humans, understanding where we come from and how yep. old we are, you know, yeah. and how you can talk to a human that lived. 35,000 years ago and as long as you could translate their language they would understand what you're saying right which communication communication yeah and how we're not the first animals to communicate and have language and the only ones to communicate you know we think we're these superior beings we're nothing and we're just animals you know we just ended up going a little bit farther than wearing clothes and shit (laughs) 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 going to shopping at fucking bonton and driving race cars you know yeah right exactly that's the truth you know we're a little advanced but we're not the only ones to communicate you know dolphins got crazy minds that we can't you know dolphins pigs are so smart turtles yeah i almost ran over a turtle the other day like not to get on this like sad tangent i feel like it's just a turtle. It's one turtle. No. <laughs> I'm such an animal person, though. I know. I I love turtles. I got nothing against them. I mean, that's. I feel like that's almost like hitting a deer, though, you know? Uh, How many? No, but but would, since I we would, see I turtles would less. I that night if I hit a deer. Uh, it's, uh, there's, it's overpopulation. I guess so. Population control, whatever. Oh, I'm going to get a, uh, I'm going to get a, a anti-hunter on. I'm going to try to get oh, somebody have, like, like a, a vegan anti-hunter. Yeah. Because I know, I'm not an expert, but I know a good amount of facts yeah, about, about, yeah, exactly, and about, 
animal populations and density mm-hmm. and like and, and things like that and how hunting's beneficial. I'm not I don't even hunt. Yeah. But I want to get somebody I want to get people on that have like really diff, differing Different, opinions yeah. so we can have like a real like conversation debate, you know? Debate. Yeah. yeah, that would be really cool. That's My friend my friend Danny actually. That shows you of, are, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. He sort of like pointed out the other the other day he was like isn't it funny how like all of the problems we face in our our uh, ecosystem is basically due to the fact that there's too many fucking people in the world? Like there's too many. Yeah, that's like ninety-five percent of yeah. <laughs> the world's problems, whether you know, it be climate change or. A book you might like is uh, Ready Player One, and it just came out as a movie, but it, it that's was a book where first. I've heard it because I know I've heard of it before. Yeah, so Ready Player One was a book, and my brother suggested it to me, and uh, it's. Uh, have you seen the movie? No. So basically, this kid like the world is super overpopulated. There's no like room left in the world, and. And they go into this like virtual universe and there's like these easter eggs I've seen everywhere. the trailer yeah you'll have to watch the trailer I'm not doing it justice in any way shape or form but very cool sci-fi you know oh that I'm sounds into that. like something I could get into stuff. maybe that'll be the first one where I read the book first because oh, okay, I've never yeah. done that on really? think. except for Maze Runner Okay, well, that was a summer reading book, so... Yeah, right? exactly. It wasn't a leisure book. I did not enjoy Maze Runner. Yeah, it was eh, 6 out of 10. <laughs> 6 out of 10? <laughs> oh my. Now I'm a little more uh, well-versed in the book yeah. sphere, so I could probably give it a better uh, reading, denomination. Reading is such, like, a healthy thing to do because... Like, yeah, I try to read, like, once a day. For one, it makes you smarter. It helps you talk better, write better, argue better, mm-hmm. or... You know, even if you're reading like nonfiction things, if if you're reading about someone else's point of view, it will either help your argument or it will help you understand somebody else's. It might change your mind, help yeah. you understand someone else's, or strengthen your own argument. Yeah, and it's different from all the media that we take in because right. when you read, you choose what media you take in sometimes. That like too. that's what social media is so dangerous. Yeah. It's like you Facebook sh- and what you follow is what you see every day. You right, know? exactly. So like Facebook has this thing that you go into like some kind of settings preferences and it, it lists what they what Facebook thinks your um, political affiliation is. And that's what they shove you. down your throat. Like yeah. that's what they give you. So that's why the people who are so pro Trump, you know, can do no harm, do no wrong are sharing all these things is because that's what they're being fed. They think everyone is thinking with them. that way. Yeah. yeah. Where there might, I mean, there is a lot of people that agree Absolutely. with them. Absolutely. And being in the racing industry, like all my friends on Facebook are pro Trump. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even, I don't even scroll anymore. Really. Yeah. I just, uh, I can't, I can't, I just, I want to react. So, yeah. and when I want to react, I, I, I know I have to just, I have to just not turn it off. Yeah. I have to turn it off. But the, to go back to the reading um, reading's different because you have to build the reality of what you're reading in your mind. Where, mm-hmm. Whereas where you're watching a movie, it builds mm-hmm. it for you. But when you're reading, you have to put those words into a vis- visualization in it's your, like in your head. It's like exercising a muscle that yeah. doesn't always get exercised. Yeah, exactly. And it is, you know? And you get better at it. Like, I get yeah. better at reading these paragraphs. I've read, like, 130 pages of this one book. And the first 50, I... I it took me – I had to read every paragraph like twice because I was yeah. like, what is this guy talking about? Like, I don't understand how he writes. Yeah. Now when I pick it up, it's it's like automatic. You know, I read mm-hmm. so much faster. You're going to go through a chapter in a couple minutes. But it's, it is it is different. It's completely different. Our generation, like half – probably most of our generation doesn't understand the value of it, you know? Of reading. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? People just don't – I don't want to say they don't invest their time in the right things. I just don't think they – 
I don't think they invest think they think, their time. Right, I don't think they like, think about where they are investing their time. They don't think of their time as an investment. Right. <laughs> That's right, the exactly. problem. No, it's just, just time to them. Oh, we got mm-hmm. unlimited. Yeah. That's actually a big question Eddie yeah. and I have had is like, you know, I, I don't want to say that he's lazy in any way. He works really hard. But when it came to just like going on a walk, his, his uh, mindset was always like, we have our whole lives to go do fun things. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, Really though, right. yeah, yeah, but we but don't not anymore. We yeah. like we worked through that, and now he's like, "You want to go on a walk?" So like, we walk all the time. Yeah, we just we listen to music and we read. But you don't have your whole life to be young though, so it's right. like a, right. a walk but when you're young really, is different than a walk well, when, when you're, you're old. When yeah, you're 90. yeah. But when people say like live while you're young, like I agree with that, but I'm also pretty sure I'm gonna be having fun when I'm 50. I think the earlier you start, the better off you are later. Right. So if yeah. you make the moves and make the decisions, you do the right things now. Set later, when you set, yeah, when you set it up, you're gonna say, "Oh, this is what I wanted." You know? Right. And rather than just fucking people, whatever. Right. You know? Sometimes people have so two such extremes where they're like, "Live now and don't plan for the future," and then other people are like, "Don't have fun now. Like, plan for the future. Yeah. Like, you gotta be ready for the future. You gotta be prepared." And it's kind of like, well, you know, not having any kind of goals or aspirations, what kind of fulfillment are you getting out of what you're doing? And then only working for a future goal is a little bit shallow because it's like, where's the enjoyment in your life now? Like, you could die tomorrow. Or you can just enjoy working on your goal, but... Right. Yeah. I think, like, it's the Miley Cyrus song, It's the Climb. Like, it's literally about the journey. Yeah. I was telling... It is about the journey. And I was telling uh, the previous guest, I think um, we were talking about that, and I was like, you can do... Whatever you want. And if you're not working on like a goal or something, just don't complain that you're not getting it. You know, right. just don't complain that if you're not posting on social media that you're not getting any any following or any likes like that. You just can't complain about what you're not working for right. towards, you know. So that's the thing. Like, I'm always about the side hustles. Like, I don't fucking watch Netflix. Like, I don't like I watch like an episode or two and I say, damn, I'm kind of bored. I'm going to do something else. <laughs> I'm kind of weird. Like, so but then I don't complain. Mm-hmm. When if my, you know, music doesn't get played, you know, like that means just my music's not that good or something, right. you know, so because I w- took all the errors to work on it. That you, reminds me of another know? quote. That like you can't just watch Netflix all day and then expect some people do though. to fucking some expect to get anywhere other than your nine to five job. And they wonder why they're not happy, though. Yeah. That reminds me of actually two things. One, um, uh, something that came up on my time hop like yesterday or this morning, it might have been. And it was like um, the dream comes free. The hustle is sold separately like how true yeah you're right yeah Yeah. because the dream and the dream is so um is so powerful and glamorous you know because it's the end of the tunnel you know Mm -hmm. and you get to see the pedestal you never get to see the iceberg that's on you know that picture with the iceberg underneath yeah you never get to see that that's something i've learned in like the last year is to just be really happy with learning Mm -hmm. the ropes and like paying your dues and getting there like and this kind of brings me to the other thing that, that reminded me of. My cousin Adam, who just graduated from Rutgers, is actually reminds me of you in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. It's just very Good kind of multi-passionate. Yeah. yeah. And he, um, he put a poll on his Instagram and it said, would you rather be constantly challenged or perfectly comfortable with your life? And at first I was like, oh, of course, challenged. Like, you know, look at me. I love to be challenged. Yeah, I love challenges. I love change. Right. But at the same time, like, why can't you have both? Yeah. Why can't you be comfortable with the challenge? With being challenged. Yeah, right. that makes I a am, lot more sense. I have sense. found so much comfort in chaos yeah. and so, so much comfort in challenge. Maybe not comfort, but um, 
happiness in mm. the challenge. Yeah. Like embracing I, it. Right. I, yeah. I embrace the challenge, but like I'm cool with it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I don't need to. I feel like sometimes people see a challenge as like being unhappy with where you're at and working towards something better. Mm. Like, yeah, always be bettering yourself, but at the same time, enjoy the challenge that is. And they like to do it. They never do it one thing at a time either. I like, I'm not to generalize. Like, when I say they, I mean whoever is under this guy. Under this, yeah. Yeah. Um, but people like to do like a New Year's resolution when they go, I'm going to get fit, I'm going to read, I'm going to learn, mm-hmm. I'm going to do all these, this, 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 a list. They make like a list. Yeah. You shouldn't make, just don't even start the next day. You should just do, have a month goal for January and then a month small go- goals. Small goals. And one thing at a time, like if you want to get your diet right, get your breakfast right. Okay. Yeah. Let's get your breakfast right. I can do that. Move I'll make my eggs. Okay, I made three eggs and oats. All right, you got your breakfast right. It's so Let's overwhelming do lunch. when you have this big mountain in front of you and yeah. you don't know where to start. And then you end up never doing it. That's yeah, why exactly. Or you out. do it for like a week and then you're like, oh, this is too exhausting, you know? Mm-hmm. Or you make excuses or whatever. Like, that's all I did for my diet. I always said, am I ever going to have like a good diet? And I was like, eh, I'll probably feel better, but I'm young. I have a good, metabolism, yeah, right. good metabolism. I don't have to care. Am I ever going to have a good diet? And then I said, yeah, I should try it at least. So I just got my breakfast right. All right, how am I going to change my breakfast? No carbs. All right, so I'm not really doing any carbs in the breakfast. You know, I got so then I changed that. I do that same breakfast every day, eat it every single day. Mm-hmm. And then I do lunch. All right, how am I going to do lunch? Am I really going to eat good for lunch? I'm just going to go get a slice of pizza. Uh, no, I'm going to change it now. And then I've been doing it ever since. I just prep my meals on Sunday. Yeah. And then after that, it's like every it's just easy now. Yeah, I respect you know? that though. This the, the the small goals turn into the big goals. Yeah, and but you always got to start one step at a time. Right, you know? absolutely. Can't do everything at once. And and when people talk about the dream, they talk about this glamorous life, moving here, being with this person, ha- you know, having this yeah. house, having this or that. I don't know far. anything. Like you can't really like quote me on anything I said. Like, but I wouldn't <laughs> take it. You know, I'll take it with a grain of salt. Everything I say, pretty yeah. much. You know, because like I don't really know. I don't have all the answers. But right. And people always things. have, yeah, but people always have that view, that dream They're thing. They're, like, not happy until they get there. Yeah, and then, you know they, I mean? and then trust me, if you get there, you're not happy either. Right, you know? because you were you were unhappy this whole time, and now you're just kind of, like, used to being unhappy, and then you are only find happiness if you're And you'll being only challenged. find something else to be unhappy about. It's, right. It's always easy to do that. Exactly. It's always easy to ca- to count up the shitty things. You cannot, That's another thing that I do with my yeah. praying and meditation is I, like, you know talk about the good things not not that i ignore the bad things but like remind yourself to appreciate the good things and there's so many things that go on every day that we take for granted like your car started you didn't get hit by a car you didn't (laughs) you woke up this morning your family members didn't die your family members didn't get in a car accident Mm -hmm. like you went to work you got paid nothing happened at work you got home like your tire still didn't fall off like every you know like Like, all these little things yeah and like every single day you know people do the same things we do and they and they you know and things end up happening you know Mm -hmm. so i think you learn to appreciate what's you know, and and what you have, too. Just right. really just all that you have. Just appreciate all that. That's why I do this. And, like, I don't really know what else to do. Like, people ask me, you know, what's what's happening with the music or whatever. Like, I don't know. I don't know what else to do. So I just make it, you know. Right. I don't. It. it just feels right. So right. Whatever feels right. And that's, yeah. for me, the in the last, like, year, that's been the biggest character development is, like, just being happy with where you're yeah. at but still working towards you know and just dream. do it feels right all the time you know right. like why why wouldn't you just do what 
go like every like another cliche go with your gut that hasn't been more true in my life than mm-hmm. other than this last like year or two because I never really did much you know like I did always did something like I did school or sports or whatever making like YouTube videos yeah but I'd never said to myself I'm gonna be this famous YouTuber or I'm gonna be this uh famous rapper or I'm gonna be I just do it I just do it because I enjoy doing it I'm not gonna be you know this famous pocket maybe one day but if but, I just yeah. start now, like it's a better chance, you gotta play and to win. and you it know feels I mean? good now, yeah, and right. I'm, I'm doing good now. You have to so start somewhere. yeah, you got to play to win, yeah, as well, mm-hmm. and just it's gradual, I think. That's what I tell myself every time I buy a ten dollar lottery ticket. Hey, and you got to play to win. Yeah, you got to play to win. <laughs> my uh, my mom loves lottery tickets, and really? so I am completely turned off by them. I will never play lottery. I won't even buy a scratch off. Really? I, never. I buy I, I'm com- she completely turned me off from lot. Yeah. Like once I would see her buy lottery tickets all the time, I said I'm never buying a lottery ticket. I never want to bank on anything else to. Right. You know, like I would feel way too weird with that money. You know. Like, what did you do to earn it? Like a thousand bucks. Like, it. all right, that's just going in the bank. But if right. I got like crazy hit the lotto. Yeah. I wouldn't even, I could, I feel like I would be ashamed of it, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, what did you do to earn this almost? Yeah, like, hey, I was working so hard, but I also got this lump of cash. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's a tough thing, though. I, I do understand I think understand that comes down it. to, like, the respect. There's a thrill, too. I mean, gambling is a thrill, so. Yeah. I trade stocks, so it's kind of like, I guess yeah, you can. Yeah, it's a little bit of gambling, yeah. but a little bit, I mean, not that it's less risky, but, like, there's a system behind it it's not just it's systematic piece of paper. yeah it's not like dumb luck yeah right dumb luck exactly and that i think comes down to like some kids that maybe got shit handed to them when they were younger like they don't respect what it took to get there yeah you know what I mean? or like, like people don't know i mean it probably like how much would that help like if you got that would help a lot like if you just want, got like five grand you, you know or something five like grand will go a long way in my life yeah exactly it makes sense you know but say you got five grand you wouldn't have to tell anybody right right <laughs> you know like, <laughs> no if you got know. yeah i feel like if you got anything like, honestly if i did win the lottery right now if i won a million dollars right now i would maybe tell my parents because i would help them pay off their debts and their bills and then beyond that, yeah. that money's mine. No one is going to ask me for shit. No one's going to, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's so Later tough. On, I don't even want to, I, do. I don't even want to know what I, like, don't I don't even, even want to think into that about thought? No, because, nah, I can't, I just could never see myself winning the lottery, so. Well, yeah, no one can, <laughs> I know. unless you play it literally every day. Yeah, maybe you then. Know what, though? There's books about There's it, so. There's people that are, like, I feel like actually have like real luck that just win the lottery so often like i know a guy that buys like the same number ticket every day whatever and has won like so much money on it really and i'm not doing the story justice but like they're just people that i feel well are the ones some that people the are luckier than other people I sure yeah but I there is dumb luck i think i think there is dumb but luck. there's also though. like dumb luck's not really it only gets so far you know right like, Make if you're trying to, like, advance as Make a human, luck. like, you should probably just bank on other things. Yeah, not luck. Don't put all your, yeah, your it, eggs in that. Because luck, luck is random, and, like, if you don't want it to be random, then you got to do, like, yeah. alternative action. Yeah. But the lottery would be cool. I could have a dope podcast set up. Imagine that. I have a whole studio. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, if you won the lottery? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would I would just cool. keep doing the same things. I wouldn't. Yeah, you know, I'll just keep doing a podcast. Like maybe promote it more. It's not Spend like twenty grand on promotion. For you, or something. it's not like money is gonna get you the dream. Like when some people have such materialistic dreams. Yeah. It's 
the house, the car, the I could spend all the money kids. I have. Like I have like you know I have savings and stuff. It's not gonna make you, know? you a better yeah, rapper. Yeah, like though. I could yeah exactly, and I could like I could spend money on more things, but it's not gonna make you a better businessman. It's yeah. not gonna make you a better rapper. Does it's not does gonna... it? Yeah, exactly. It's not going to make me you better at anything. It's probably better that I'm... Yeah, exactly. And and just, like, try to learn how to make your money work for you as well, yep. you know? Which is all in the... That's when they say, like, money doesn't buy happiness. Like, yeah, money buys things that might make you happy, but, like... Yeah, but it only makes you happy when you're on the boat or you're on the motorcycle or you're in the car. It doesn't make you happy when you're yelling at your wife or something, you know? Yeah. So, at the same time, or I, you're trying to fix your relationship. It might not even make you happy when you're to, on the boat because yeah. when people have worked 10 years to get that boat. And then, yeah, true. You know, and then there's other people on the boat there. and you don't, there's one guy you don't like on the boat. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you got a fucking yacht, you hate this guy. Boat, yeah. yeah, like he's ruining the whole ride. Like, the whole time. But I'm a multi. Now, because if you just watch Housewives, you know multimillionaires are not They're happy. They're not happy. So, fucking boom. This That's it. That's all you gotta know, world. The housewives <laughs> are unhappy, and they're gonna take all your money when you guys get a divorce. So. It's true. Yeah. So, it's yeah. Females got that position. I feel like they could just a little bit. We have a little bit. A of little leverage. leverage yeah. In this society, it got a little worse than it was back in the yeah. old days. You know, women are such an anomaly, though. And I was thinking about this today because, um, so one of the racing series I work for is USAC East Coast, United States Auto Club East mm-hmm. Coast Sprint Cars. And um, last night, the national tour, well, Eastern Storm is like the national tour. And so they were at, in, in Bridgeport last night. We were at the track, and my friend Morgan, who is the trophy girl for the East Coast series, mm-hmm. decided to make an appearance for the national series. And in the 80s and 90s, the trophy girl wore a bikini in victory lane. Oh, I saw the article about the F1 cars about that. I, I didn't see it. Y'all sent it to F1 me. F1 has no bikini girls anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did see that, actually. I think it, it – wasn't it, like, Monster or something, too? Some kind of arena cross, maybe? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it was F1. I don't know. But this um, girl in particular. But they have no – like, the grid girls are no longer dressed in yeah. scandalous attire, whatever it may be. But in the 80s and 90s, that's what they wore. Yeah. And women were sexualized in that way. And you love it or you hate it. You yeah. know, you hate, like – don't sexualize women in that way. Don't, yeah. you know, they're not just a toy, whatever. Yep. I personally think it's awesome because women are powerhouses. Women are smart. Women are fierce. And they're also really sexy. Like, women are yeah, hot. And they, you know what I mean? Well, Everybody loves yeah. boobs. Everybody True. loves boobs. Yeah. If you hate boobs, I'm sorry, you're a communist. Like, you're <laughs> yeah, not. Yeah, who the fuck are you yeah. if you hate them? No, everybody does. And, like, you should be able to appreciate. I think each side of the right. table can appreciate the the whole thing you know right. like why are you just taking away that like you know that right. portion like, that's why women sexualization are so cool. and all like right. that's, that's just so what cool about tradition me. you know and like it's just their butt like if they're cool with it why aren't right. you like that's, that's they're making why a living it. doing it like morgan especially she is such a knowledgeable woman in in racing she drives race cars too and then she can you know step out in victory lane in a bikini and look hot as hell mm-hmm. like the fact that women can do all of these things yeah. like i don't want to say that they're superior to men but i think in that way the fact that they can do all of these things like be the boss i mean guys aren't out there on the side right, right. Guy, there's they're no grid not, guys there's you know? no grid guys like women are so, so sexy i'll give you and that. they're so smart yeah and they put it together and like outcomes like fierce ass woman yeah true i like, mean what's oh man what's that one quote like like a like Oh man, I always butcher it. I always butcher it. It's something about like uh, 
some kind of girl like scares a boy, but the, or like intimidates a man or something. I don't know. You have to find it. <sighs> yeah, I'll have to find it. Oh, like a girl. I don't know. Oh yeah, like women intimidate. I I don't know. It's something about that. Like <laughs> something about the difference between a girl and like a woman. Yeah. And how one like intimidates like a yeah. woman intimidates a man rather than mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. But that's kind of backs up your point. Like I said, I fucking butcher the thing. I need to get it. Yeah. <laughs> I need to it write would, it down. The point so. would have been stronger had you known it. But it that's would, okay. yeah. <laughs> that's okay, though. Yeah. But, I mean, our point, my, my point is, I, I think, completely agree finished with, your point. with the yeah. fact that women are such, I don't know. I, and I was actually asked to write a column on it for the next issue of the magazine. And I've been, you know, going back and forth with what I want to say, how I want to go with my point. Um, and I think like that's going to be the basis of it as like women are so cool. Like women can shake their ass and be sexy as hell. Make money. And in the same breath, be smart and be the boss. And, and then the same breath, drive a race car. And the same breath, drive a race car. And the same breath, be a mother, be a daughter, yeah. be all of these things. I think women are fucking awesome. Like, I don't think you know the thing, I mean? like, I don't think anybody's like, I don't know if anybody really argue on, on that, right. you know, like. I feel like, like you have, like that's a great point to make. Like that was not something that I would bring up, you know, like right. willy nilly. But like, I think for the most part, people are pretty understanding of like the women's. Some people like, are so yeah. hard set on their ways. Like women, uh, like don't sexualize women like that. Yeah. Like why? Not? Oh, did you see it's the, just the human body? Like the, what is it? Like the Miss America or something? Like they no just, more bikinis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Right? Like, view, you know where your viewership you is? The fucking hole, bud. Yeah. <laughs> In the right ground. Yeah. It's nothing anymore. I don't yeah. want... I mean, I didn't watch it anyway, but I'm really not going to watch I, it I now. disagree with you to an extent just because, like, I, I appreciated the bikinis because these women, you know, they were philanthropists. They were talented. They were beautiful. And they were also... They worked on and their bodies. And they work on their body. Yeah, they spend time. Yeah. Right, exactly. So, so just take while it they're a sexual being, they're also a, an intellectual and a philanthropist and a woman. Yeah. And she's hot as hell, so... Yeah, but that wasn't... I guess not the point of the whole... I mean, maybe it was. It's like not the, the questions the are kind of like... I feel like they're almost like they're, a joke to us. They're a little shallow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, some of the women... The are, whole thing could be revamped if they really wanted to make think, it about the entirety of women's aspirations, you know? Right. I think that a lot of it can be redone. But just cutting out the bikini portion is just, just a little wild It seems to weird. Me. Like, seems weird. why start there? Yeah. Why was that, you know... Well, because that's step? the most sexualized... Because what? 1% of the people complained? Like, yeah. what are we supposed to... That, that's, again, something that comes up all the time is, is defining the rule because of a minority... Grew, like that's a bad way to right. define like, it. I don't, but I don't look like those the women. exception defining the rule. That's what it you is. Know, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't look like those women. But I also know that. But you don't have I don't a problem on, with them doing right. what they no, do. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't work on my body like they do. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they work their asses off to get in shape like Literally, that. Literally, yeah. Like if that's what some a population of the human psyche wants to do, likes. You know, yeah. that's what they find attractive. Then fine. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. let them have that. Just, yeah. you know, some people like bigger women, and that's also fine. They ask you questions in bodybuilding, too. Like, they get, you know, like, you have, there's bodybuilding competitions where they ask you really? questions like that. Yeah. Like, not, like, all, not all of them, but certain, certain ones. There are some where you, it's, it's not, I don't know if it's a factor of the judgment, you know, but, uh, but it, dev- and there's performances as well, yeah. you know? So, 
that's that's like another aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Like, about like yeah, form and stuff. You mean? Yeah, yeah. Like some this one guy is really famous. Name's Kai Green. He dan- like he's a dancer as well, but he's mad. Like his arms are fucking trunks, you know. <laughs> but he's crazy at dance. He's like he was in Stranger Things, I think, for like an episode. Okay. Yeah, like so he's kind of like popping now. He's like really popular, but mm-hmm. yeah, there's like I don't know. People got different know, sides I think to it. Human beings are just so cool. Where like that's what confuses me when people are like, well, don't sexualize people but like we are such sexual beings but before i mean we just had a little cloth you know right and then the girls never had shirts on (laughs) you know why did we stop that why did we? yeah it's just natural it's just your body like you gotta live with it you know and and if you don't like it then you can just change are you know they're about the body they're about the human body but they're also about you know what humans are capable of yeah and completely like especially to take it back to bodybuilding again, like, to complete, to realize how crazy these people can make their bodies, like, right. it's fucking insanity. They, they have pushed themselselves to the ultimate limit. To, yeah. Maybe not the limit, but, like, to the ultimate To degree. every single calorie macro set, mm-hmm. every single rep, like, down mm-hmm. to the, the most scientific possible way yep. to, like, contort and, like, fucking use their time and effort, you know, when they have a full-time job. Fucking crazy yeah. shit. I, I absolutely respect it. If that's where they invest their time, like, they have push themselves to to be the best that they can be in that facet of their life yeah and the basis of this really is they should just bring the bikinis back is what i'm saying Bring the bikinis back and that's like you know yeah. that's why we did it like make victory lane great again like we chose morgan as our trophy girl because she's not just some sexy she's not woman. just a body she's not just a body she is a race car driver she is the daughter of a race car but driver. but if she speaks like the, you understand like if she starts she talking is knowledgeable about her mm-hmm. race car she's knowledgeable about racing history past present future that's crazy she too. has opinions you know and these are intelligent opinions yeah. like she's not dumb and she also works on her body and she's sexy you know what i mean yeah and so like, she has a whole ticket. why can't we do it all you know why not because because uh, half of one percent complain. That's why. Yeah, seriously. It's the exceptions. It's just defining the rule. Like, we just cover ourselves so much, and like I don't know. Right. I mean, I'm just trying to wear a shirt anywhere. Anywhere, no <laughs> shoes, no shirt, no problem. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. All the time, especially it's summertime. Yeah. And the living's easy, you know. I got really dark out. Fast. Yeah. I f- the sun yeah. was like going down when I was driving here. I didn't have my sunglasses. It was in my eyes. You could just like, walk in and then walk out, and it's dark. Yeah. But it's still light later out, so it's nice, you know? How wild, though, is it that, like, it's still not as hot as it's going to get, and, like, we're almost into July? I feel like this is going to open a can of worms. It hit, nine, it hit worms. 100 yesterday. I know, but Where we at? It, this might open a can of worms, and, and we don't, what, are we, like, almost at two hours? Yeah. Really? It's awesome. Sorry. It's the, You're the first girl and the longest one yet. Yeah, well, That's we just awesome. talked about how I was long-winded, so... <laughs> hey, I don't got a problem with it. It's a podcast. But it's anyway, we, we won't delve into this too much. Maybe no, it's we'll okay. do it. My computer two. can handle it. Okay. Maybe. Good. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, but anyway, I think that... And I am not a meteorologist or an astronomer or any of the above. Good thing to preface that. Yeah, yeah. we're going to preface that with... I'm a business major. I'm not a science major. Same. But just from watching weather patterns, it looks like our weather is, like, making, like, a shift. Like, it's still hot in November, and we're, like, in shorts We only have two November. seasons now. Right, and that yeah. is where, like, global warming 
Yeah, it's. Like, I mean, it's climate change. Like climate change. Oh no, like, I mean it is. I mean, if you. When people think global warming, they think well, it's just gonna be hot all the time. Like no, it just means that we're gonna have two. Well, really there's global cooling seasons. too. This is the thing, and they they surveyed three thousand scientists. Right, these are real scientists who would not. That are not just sitting on a podcast being a business major, like that has an opinion. No, this is legitimate. Who would not sacrifice? Who would not career. sacrifice their reputation? Right. On not on 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 a on with a lie, you know, three thousand yeah. scientists, like twenty nine hundred and fifty of them believe in climate change. So what the fuck? So it's like the fifty percent of people that don't believe in like vaccinating their children, yeah. or not not the fifty percent, the fifty people of that yeah of that number that don't believe in vaccinations. Yeah, like, if yeah, maybe a couple children have to die, but what if a what if millions of children yeah. live? You That's know? gonna open a whole other can. Of yeah, we really like, can't do it. We really can't. We really I feel like not. we have to go around <laughs> yeah we would have we to do around two yeah to and we could just watch like the last 10 minutes of this one and then we just and then we'll our... just write down these points that we like kind of got into but, yeah like, sorry guys of. uh just go look up the article with the scientists though it's, in, it's yeah. interesting I I, definitely yeah check send it to me out. i'd love to read it yeah it's all right sweet yeah. that was crazy that was uh an hour and 55 minutes. 55 <laughs> minutes again. Again. Wild. 55 minutes later. Yeah, Here we are. 55 minutes. Yeah, that's oh. crazy, Jen. You got the longest episode, First Girl on Podcast. I love it. That is what's up. Yeah. I'm I'm loving it, too. I'm living. Really this is all I wanted time. to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you just come on. We talked about me for like 10 minutes, and then the rest of it was just our a conversation. Me and Brian did the same shit. I was I like, all right, that. man, yeah, I'm going to talk about how you like in your business and everything. And never, <laughs> never got to it. That's what I'm saying, though. That's what the podcast is about. It's all about conversation. Yep. You know, I want to have some people on to just explain their point of view. And then maybe some other people can relate. So I yeah. think that's what happened I hope this someone time. someone does relate. I hope Have a good, no. solid conversation, too, yeah. about and nothing else. I know I have no, uh, you know, real, like, goal other than that. So if one, if one thing you take away from the last 10 minutes of this conversation is just women are great. And that's my point with... I guess that's I why Jenna like, is here. Yeah. And you know what? And I don't need to, like... I don't feel like I need to say, like, no homo here. Like... I, I'm not like no, attracted to it. women, but I love women. I think you had great examples of that as well. Yeah. And you plus you since you're in the racing, you kind of have the you have that. Being a woman well. in the racing industry is like weird. It's like a, like you were saying before, like a weird limbo kind of. Yeah. It's hard to get yeah. respect without. I don't want to say respect without shaking your ass, but there's well, a if lot you do of, shake your ass, you automatically. You get attention, but you don't get respect, yeah, and that's true, where true. a lot of women need to understand there's a big difference. Like you're gonna get the attention, but that attention is fleeting. That attention is yeah, it not is. forever, and respect is what will get you uh, connections. And, and you obviously networking. have, but you obviously have the respect. You went down all the avenues of respect, you know. Right. And you didn't sell yourself. I did. Out I wasn't on the trophy. I didn't go the trophy girl, and I don't want to say it. this. Uh, this almost negates my point with the trophy girl thing, but like. I didn't go that route to get the attention. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like some girls. Well, it was never really like you would never thought about. You you were a right, race car driver. Right. You know? And that's what I was. I was a race car driver, a writer, a reporter, um, you know, a graphic designer. That's yeah. my route. And I don't want to negate what I said about how awesome women are to be able to do all these things. Yeah. But sometimes people do take it too far, and they yeah. and they will base their entire brand image whatever you want to call it i think it, you've showed me people like that too off, right off yeah. yeah we were talking about this mm-hmm. off of the fact that they can um use their body to socially climb like yeah. so- social climbers 
that use their body and it's like upward mobility in the social ranks right so upward mobility in a social hierarchy exactly through uh through straight just bodily function (laughs) appearance that's the thing like and, and it's almost like all the women in this industry sort of feel like they're at competition with one another. And that's where I feel like I am almost a little bit different than mm-hmm. most of the women doing what I do. Because I just don't use my looks. You don't even post pictures next to your car that much, you know? No, I, I don't feel any need to remind people that I'm a race car driver. I don't. That's just you know, what you, I, I you let did, my yeah. work talk for me. Yeah. And you know what? I could step up my social media game a little bit more. I could take more pictures of myself and, yeah. and you know get my face out there a little bit more. Yeah, promote yourself, but right. the prom- you don't need that promotion to write good articles. So right, and I feel like that's what talks. You know, to to, to yeah. have my first real writing job in a very major publication, I feel like it's like a pretty cool thing. Yeah, For, uh, something that other people aspire to that wouldn't even know what kind of step to take to get right. there. You know, right. where you kind you did. It's not like you did everything single thing right. You didn't do every single thing wrong. Like mm-hmm. your opportunity got you there, you know, right. which is like, wasn't, which wasn't a lot of people name, can't say at this my, age, you know, right. a lot of people can't say that opportunity and, and hard work ethic got them somewhere at the, like, cause we, nobody, none of us have done anything yet, you know, mm-hmm. you know, so, and you I have, Jen. About this, I know, though. but you have, Jenna is a shit doer. You do Thanks. shit yeah. all the time, right? I'm That's a doing a, stuff kind of gal. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I really appreciate you coming on here. Yeah. Millennium Mind Podcast episode seven. Yeah, obviously. Anytime, really, you know? I mean, I'm five minutes away. So. Yeah. Next time we might go three hours. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a whole yeah. five hours of podcast. That would be a lot of time. I mean, I drive enough to listen to it over again. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be up. It's going to take a while to render, but it'll be up like, uh, within the next week. So. Sweet. So yeah, I appreciate you coming on here, Jenna. I really Thanks. do. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Anytime. Anytime. Our next cool. guest, I don't really know. I, this is what I said last time. <laughs> I don't really know, but we're getting them on, whoever they are. Yeah, um, and go check out all the other podcasts, all the other six episodes. They're great. Um, I'm everywhere. Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music. Like I said, all the other shit nobody uses. Um, Instagram, <laughs> at Sully Bop. And yep. you're Jenna Shots, Jenna Shots with an S or a Z? With a Z. With a Z. Jenna Shots with a Z on Instagram. Facebook. I don't know if you do Facebook, but I do. It's all Jenna shots. All Jenna shots. Every Jenna shots.com as well. Yeah. The only thing I have yet to change is my voicemail. She didn't change her voicemail. So just don't judge her on the voice. Shots is not my real last name, but no one can say Shoskowitz. And I just thought, you know what? I grew up with it, so I could say it. While I'm developing my brand though. No, it's such a great move on your part. Like such a great media move. Right. Media move. I was sitting on the couch with my father and brother and actually, we were listening to a podcast. Mm-hmm. It was it was like a live radio show, and someone had mentioned me. Yeah. And they butchered my last name like hard. They were like Shaska. Uh, I don't know what Shaska. Uh, and I was just like, oh my god. So, I that there was like that moment. I was like, what do you what do you think if I change my last name to Shots on social media? And and I was like, oh, I think that'd be a great idea. And I was like, I'm just gonna do it. Like I'm not gonna consult anybody else. I'm just nope. Gonna do it. Do it. Just, I just I, when I saw it, I said, I, yep. Yeah. Makes works. perfect sense. It works. Exactly. Fuck yeah. full names. I'm not fucking with that. Right. Sully Bop all day. Jenna yeah. Shots all Does day. Does anybody call you Ryan? Uh, it's just my family. Oh, they call you Ryan? Uh-huh. Really? Every day. Huh. <laughs> Every day, folks. Call- <laughs> my family doesn't even call me Jenna. Really? It's Rosie or Jen. I mean, Jen's not that far off. 
What is that? Your middle name? Ruse. Yeah, that's that's my sister's middle name too. I feel like uh, most girls' middle None names. Of, yeah, I know. I'm just those. generalizing, but yeah, but it's common. Yeah. Um, but my friends don't call me Jenna or Jen. They call me Jay. I don't. I've been calling you Jenna your whole life, so yeah. I think maybe I'm in the silent minority over here. <laughs> yeah. Silent <laughs> minority. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I'm fucking with the nicknames, so it's mandatory. Yes. Fuck like full names. names. You know, well, it just makes everything heavy. more boring and yeah. drawn out. You know, yeah. we've gone short, sweet, to the point. Unlike this podcast, yeah, that has this. been two hours and two minutes. Oh, Jenna yeah, shots. Sorry. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys, for bearing with us. Two hours, longest one yet. If you made it to the end, comment. What should we have them comment? Like something stupid. Comment. Um, your mother's maiden name. Yeah. All right, I'm out. Perfect.